0: Traveling
1: the vortex We joined the doctor as he travels the vortex and landed episode number one hundred and seventy, and we've all become unpeople, undoing, unthings, untogether. I'm on Keith.
2: I'm on Sean.
1: I'm on Glenn. How are you guys undoing today? Very ungood. good. Good. No, ungood. Good. <laughs> very merry on birthday. <laughs> un- It is our unbirthday. birthday. It is all of our own birthday. This is my un
2: birthday.
3: Yeah. March 27th was Mason's birthday. birthday birthday. Ah. Yeah.
1: It was one. A couple man? days ago. How was his birthday? He was sick. Oh. <laughs> Which seems to
3: happen every year. The poor kid. He was all excited. He he woke up actually Mason's history, I've told you about this before, he gets strep very easily. In fact, he needs to get his tonsils out. I think we're finally doing that this summer. But um, we've been in the clear all year. This is the first year that he hasn't had strep repeatedly. He had not had strep until like middle of, actually I think it was the beginning of fall. So this is the longest period of time he's gone without getting strep. We were so excited and thought, oh, we're going to get to spring, and he doesn't usually get it in the spring and summer. (laughs) So he had a sore throat, and the first thing we thought was, oh, that's going to be strep. We know because he just gets it. And he said his throat was, it just it was kind of a tickle. It wasn't even hurting. And we thought, okay. And there was no fever, which is typical for uh, strep. You usually get a fever if you have strep. So we kept watching, he kept taking his fever or temperature. It was fine. The next morning he got up and he said his throat was much better and he didn't have a temperature. And so we were like, okay, well, send him out the door to school. And I got a call just before I was getting ready to go to work <laughs> and uh, he had. Gotten sick at school, which is another thing, is because the, the bacteria sits in his throat, gets in his stomach, and it irritates his stomach. And so, so I went and got him and brought him home. And fortunately, my my mom has retired now, so she <laughs> anytime the kids are sick, they can go over there. Um, so that that was on his birthday, and he had he had taken uh. cupcakes to school, and my mom had made brownies to have when the kids got over there after school, and all this stuff. And he just he didn't he didn't really feel bad, but he did get you know. Sick a few more times, and so he just it just wasn't really his day. So we oh. felt really bad for him, but we took him to the doctor that night, got him on him um, antibiotics, which when you're on him 24 hours, you're not contagious anymore, and so which is good because today was his birthday party. Oh, for with his with friends at, at Gage Park, so um, he was well and great and great spirits today. So we actually got to celebrate the birthday today. Oh, that's good. And we'll that's do, good. We'll do another one, another birthday party next weekend with the families because. This weekend didn't work for everybody, and uh, Holly's sister and brother-in-law and their kids are going to come in next weekend to see Caitlin in a place. Ah. That's the perfect opportunity just to do it then so everybody can be there. So so that's part of what we did today or this week was <laughs> we had uh, uh, little birthday festivities on Thursday. He, he got to open some gifts and stuff and then uh, a big party for him this week. Kaitlyn's in her second week of the show. I guess I'll just launch into what I've been doing this week. Um, Go for it. I didn't really watch anything, though, that I recall. I did. Did you? But um, right. Okay, I'll get there. Uh, oh, 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 oh! Are restarted starting my blog? Oh, yes, yeah, you did. I did. I got. Uh, I finally got my review up of The Day of the Doctor. <laughs> I read that. <laughs> I got uh, my review up of Time of the Doctor because I, was, I just right off of that one, I was like, okay... I might as well just go on and review Time of the Doctor, so I got that review in, which well we reviewed on the show, but that was one of the things that when I restarted when I I started the blog mid year last year, and then I restarted again when I got excited with the countdown and kept up with it there until like that last week, and then when the special came and went, I just kind of fell off, and so <laughs> well,
2: that was kind of, of it was w- kind of that point where all, I think all of us were kind of like, <sighs> uh,
3: yeah, and I think that was part of it, and so it what came up, and I, I thought you know I, it was kind of a promise I made. To anybody that reads the blog doesn't necessarily listen to the show, and I thought, well, I could maybe lend a little insight, or this is like being able to let it set for three or four months. Now I can kind of rehash it again. So I did that and I did the same thing with Time of the Doctor. And then last night I was it was one it's one and it's one of those things that you'll likely probably get a post from me make maybe twice, maybe once a week. So I had two in a row there and I was like I'm not promising anything anybody because <laughs> it's kinda of gonna be a fluke. But then Friday night, when we got done with The Mutants, I got excited and watched the uh, uh, making of. So I thought, well, I want to review The Mutants. And I thought, oh, this will be good enough. So I reviewed The Making of The Mutants. <laughs> uh, I can't remember what it's called now. Um, Mutt That's it. That's it. And so I went in and reviewed that. So, um, I mean, it wasn't even, it was less of a review of a documentary because it's really hard to review those kind of things. It's more of a, if you don't watch it, here's kind of what they talk, or if you want to watch it, here's what they kind of talk about without spoiling a lot of stuff. So. Um, I did that, and that's pretty much it. Most of it's been, you know, getting ready. Uh, m- Mason's party day was a Minecraft party, and there's not a lot of that stuff out that you can buy commercially. So we made a pinata, which, which was a gas, uh, Ghast. Um which, which came one? out really well.
1: Are those the green things? No, these are these. No, they, those are the ones they're, they're, the
3: they're big old giant cubes that float around in the okay, nether and I shoot no fireballs at that. you, and they're annoying as heck. It's
2: kind of like the ghost from the haunted levels of Mario. Except, yeah, it's oh, okay. kind of what but they it looks shoot like, fireballs. But they at, shoot yeah. fireballs and they're uh,
3: huge and they're hard to kill. Um, and they're hard to avoid. And uh, so we made that. and it's pretty
2: much one of those is coming. It's like, ah, run away. <laughs>
3: <laughs> we made a little set around. Uh, we bought some of those, uh, you know, the, the Chinese carry out boxes. They sell them in craft oh, yeah. stores now and they're like multicolors. <laughs> and so we got a green one and made a creeper face on it. We got some black ones and made Enderman heads on those. Um, the kids got gift bags that. We really kind of color coordinated everything. The other thing that I thought was fun that we did was we got pink balloons. We didn't get all pink, but we got green and pink balloons. And on the pink balloons, we put uh, pig faces on them. So they've got the little <laughs> big eyes and those and everything, which they look actually kind of cute. Uh, um, I don't get it, but it sounds cute. And I made a banner. They're but, little
2: block pigs. <laughs> they're,
3: they're, they're adorable. Okay.
2: Um, and then you kill them for pork chops. And then um, we, have, we have stuffed ones at the store. <gasps> you do? We have stuffed oh, pigs.
3: Oh, that's awesome.
2: And we just got in an ocelot. Oh really? It actually on the it's a yellow pig, but on the tag it Why reads is it a pig? Mine Well, it's the same. No, oh, <laughs> ocelots are cats. They look like oh, it'd be the leopard. same
3: shape. Oh, it's the same. No, because the oh, ocelots aren't even the same shape. They're there's like ocelots, ocelots in the babies. game. Yeah, that's what you get. That you feed ocelot. They're wild, and you feed ocelots uh, fish, and they become your house cats. Serious? Yes. <laughs> yes. You got to find. You can only you find them in jungle biome. So if you're not anywhere near a jungle biome, you'll never see
2: them. I had no. Idea. Well, they I mean, look like leopards they, when they're ocelots. They, they look just like the pigs they to me, only, only they're yellow instead of the, the plush ones. And I, I opened it up and said, yeah, Minecraft, ocelot, did and I went. Do they
1: lose them when they become mm-hmm. house pets? They do. It's the weirdest thing. That's the first weird. one I ever saw. That's
3: really weird. Caitlin changed it into a house cat, and it went from this leopard-looking thing to a black and white cat. <laughs> it just changed its color. I mean, that's kind of weird. Because the dogs, they get a collar, and that's it. They look the same, but they have a collar. Well,
2: because they're wolves. Right. The, the,
3: the oscalots <laughs> turn into cats, house cats. Huh. They look similar, but they're just different colors. Their body types. shape is Ma- the The one that I finally found turned into a Siamese patterned cat, so...
2: I had no idea there were real ocelots that in the game. Awesome. I just thought they were rehashing the pig no, plush no. and painting it yellow and calling <laughs> no. it something else. Because I thought, wow, that's really lame. But they
3: don't look anything like
2: pigs in the game. That's why I'm I'm shocked. No, they just me? it's the same square no body. That's that's,
3: that's, that's my point. Is they look like slender dogs and they're long. They're like they're like more rectangular than blocks. Well, and maybe the pig. Got, plushies no, their eyes look, look more like, like the same, but <laughs> that's about it. But all the eyes on everything looks nearly the same.
2: Oh, sorry. Yeah, contain, Ocelot, no, no, I had fine. no idea there find, go, in the oscillations. Go
3: find your jungle biome; they'll be in there,
2: dude. It started snowing in my jungle. <laughs> what? Yeah, you shouldn't have snow in I asked there. Billy. Is like, what setting did you change? And he's like, dude, I didn't do it. It just because we, we put the house up on the hill. We had the whole thing. My pool froze over. I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> and he said, every now and then, it is possible yeah, that, like, well, the biome changes. Pro-
3: See, I, that's not true. I've, I've read on that; it's not true. But what happened was, is it. Changed one time for you because I bet what happened is my, Microsoft. The Microsoft version has been several steps behind everybody else because, and so their updates come. As, so, like the stuff you could do in PC a year ago, we're finally getting to do on uh, Minecraft on on the Xbox. And what has happened is they did an update, and it chose to share that biome with that update. So you got uh, snow automatically when they introduce snow into the bi- into the, uh, the thing. That well, was a little myth. You, you typically won't get snow in your bi- in your jungle biome. I, so.
2: I have to go and break the ice off my pool.
3: <laughs> yeah, you're in a you're in a snow biome now. Is what's happening.
2: Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's not deep. It's not like, you know... And if you're near a jungle... It's not like winter is coming. But the jungle
3: biome may have shifted, and you may have to go find another yeah, jungle to, to get <laughs> ocelots. Because so, ocelots came late to the Xbox game, too. Okay. Well, maybe that's I why I say, haven't seen them. I want to say it was mid-year last year, or maybe even late last year, that the ocelots came to the Xbox.
2: Okay. So. Yeah. And it's really frustrating when... You know, because I built a glass bubble, well, So I go and I break the ice, and I hit one too many, and then I punctured a hole in the bottom of the pool because
3: it doesn't turn back the water it just goes away
2: yeah the ice goes away and then yeah. i oh and then i have to go and get a brick the, i have to go back and down the spiral staircase and get them come back up um, put a brick in there they just did an
3: update this week because caitlin noticed they have tripwires now you can get tripwires. billy was saying something about you can that ambles, so you can make you can make name tags for your characters uh, what else did you? Name oh, tags for my pie. trunks. Sorry. Pumpkin pie has been added, so your pumpkins <gasps> are worth, worth something now.
0: Yay! Uh, which
3: I always thought was weird that they, that they didn't just add the pumpkin pie when they put pumpkins in the Minecraft or the Xbox version, because I thought the pumpkins are pointless. I mean, you can't even
2: eat the pumpkins. You can't do anything I mean, you, you, with you them. You can make jack o' lanterns out of yeah, them. Yeah, well,
3: that's true. Yeah, I guess it does. That's have probably it why they added, added it. Which in. I think is silly, but they probably did. Back around Halloween. Time. Um, you can't make jack o But now you can make pumpkin pie out of them. So it makes sense to, to farm them now. That's the thing. is, I've i been farming them on my PC version because I can make pumpkin pie out of them. So another option for food. So.
2: Wait. You have a PC version, well, they too?
3: Well, oh, they, the they, they, they call it the personal
2: computer version. Right. No, I have the Mac version. But, but yeah. you're not just playing it on the Xbox now? You have it on or the computer two as well? Weeks yeah, ago, I or was
3: Actually, several weeks ago when I brought like that a up. Month? And I told you I could show you my, my house that I had done and everything. I just assumed
2: there. you'd tap into your Xbox. <laughs>
3: He goes to show he doesn't pay attention. You are
2: anymore. so hooked on this game.
3: I, I've, been I've been saying that, admitting to that. I have it on my
0: iPad too. I've like got the pocket edition,
3: but the pocket edition's crud. I do not play it because it's not very good. Luckily, it was only seven bucks. Yeah, I bought the PC edition a long time ago, like just a few weeks after I was playing on the Xbox. I bought the po- mostly because the kids are always on the Xbox, and so I can go over here and work on my world. Of- and And I've liked the PC version better because it's a lot more advanced. I mean as far as things you can do. It's got horses and saddles and all that kind of stuff, So, which I think now I heard that horses have finally been added to the Xbox, too, So, which Caitlin's excited for because she, I, she'd watch me play on the PC, and she, she'd get all jealous because there was all this different <laughs> stuff that I could do. It's just like, oh, what's that on the Xbox version. So, yeah. I'd
2: be excited for horses just because I could go riding somewhere and come back before nightfall. I'll tell
3: you, that helped because uh, I, I, I think I talked last week that I finally found my wolves. I've been. I, I've for months. I've stumbled across. I've gone. You I had to go way far away. And I, every time I stumbled across a wolf, I didn't have a bone on me. And then I finally got had a bone on me. I went over an ocean and I found some wolves. And I was so excited. And I got in a boat and came back across the ocean, think they would teleport to me because that's what they do. They didn't tell They won't teleport over great distances of ocean, and I can't put them in the boat. And the boat ride, literally on my PC, was like seven minutes. It took me that long to get across my ocean. So I've been. That was been my quest was to find dogs, and so finally I got on one of my horses or my horse. I only have one. I got one horse and two donkeys. You got donkeys too. <laughs> got on one of my horse or got on my horse, and I and I rode it out like just as far as I could on a different direction I'd never gone before because you have to find forest biomes for them or woods. And I finally found one. I was like, oh, so excited. And I got up there and I got him and I friended him. And I said, like, yay, I got a dog. And I got on my horse and I looked and there was a pack of them. And I went, oh, I'm not giving this up. So I got back off the horse and went over and I just went and friended every one of them and got all of them to be dogs. And so <laughs> I, I started with five and got back with four of them. So I was like, okay, I'm glad that I got
2: that many because it, it's one of them I fell off a cliff or something. One, one, one died of dysentery on the yeah. voyage home.
3: <laughs> I can't believe I've launched into a whole other tirade on uh, <laughs> Minecraft dang it Uh, anyway so yeah uh, I don't even remember what I was talking about but
2: my blog's back (laughs) oh you were
0: talking
3: about the party oh yeah the um, the party We did Minecraft stuff for his party did a blog about Minecraft yeah, I could do. I build could a, do a TARDIS maybe, in Minecraft. Maybe, well, and and I have I have it. tried to do the TARDIS in Minecraft. I've seen videos. And it just doesn't come out right. It just doesn't work. And the one idea that I saw, there's a guy that the kids watch next. Uh, I'll be the first to admit I watch his videos now too because he's really entertaining. His name is Stampy Longnose. If you're a Minecraft, we talked fan, about him before. If you're a he Minecraft fan and you like Minecraft, and you like to see something. He's crafted this entire huge world that was is just a lot of fun to watch. And every week he does a different like thing, and he adds a ride to his theme park. And so he has this theme park, which you might think is kind of interesting to watch the videos for to watch him build this theme park. Yeah, I would
2: them. totally watch him build a theme park. And they're,
3: they're like, most of them aren't rides; most of them are games. Same. But the the, the 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 way they've come up with the clever uh, idea of the games, the, the just the games he's come up with, are incredible. But anyway, the, the coolest concept I ever saw for the uh, TARDIS is because you want to build it slightly to scale. And the only real color you can use is the, the dark blue wool. You build the wool. He built the wool up over it, and him and his girlfriend were doing this uh, on one of his videos a long time ago. And what they did is, as soon as you go in the door, you drop, and you drop so quickly, and then you fall into water because you can't do a large drop without falling into water. You die. But he's they had it set so there was a tiny pool of water and a shaft, and he dropped down in it really quick. So you just it's just it's almost instantaneous. I mean, it's just you you see the drop, but then when you step out. Then you're in the console room, and it's huge. Oh, and what they've cool. done is they've built it way underground, so that it looks like you walk into the TARDIS, and then suddenly you're underground. That's and it's, a really clever yeah, way to do it. That's so a really cool way. it. I thought, it. oh, that's great. But they didn't finish. They got because he uh, he started working on his other world, and he, that started kind of became his the shtick of his uh, uh, show because he releases a new one every week, and, and he got off on that whole oh, creating his what he calls his lovely world. And he got off on that, and so him and his girlfriend's stuff kind of fell to the wayside. Uh, so he never got to see the finished product. But, so they probably
1: did finish it; they just didn't release it. Yeah,
3: maybe. And they did. Uh, he did a lot of. They did a lot of glowstone work uh, inside for the interior and the console. He did. You know, he had he had levers on it and buttons. This is a lot of stuff that didn't do anything too, but it looked really cool. And I don't. I think they were going to build the, uh, a piston underneath that would, and then underneath they put a minecart on it. Minecarts, if you put them on. Uh, uh, power rails, they will activate things as they cross that certain rail, and so you can have it continually moving, so that it, it, it's a continual motion machine. And they were going to put a piston in the middle with glowstone on it, so that it would go up and down like the, t- the uh, time rotor. So, yeah, it's, that's cool. I, I thought about going and doing that sort of thing, but my, my initial thought was I just want a Tardis, you know, I just want a police box out in the front yard. But every time I built it, it just doesn't quite right. Doesn't quite like, quite look right. So I, I am still... I blame the graphics. I'm still, yeah.
2: well... <laughs>
3: I'm still trying to formulate. I go online and look at some concepts of, of exteriors, and I just I haven't found one that I really like. So.
2: They're building. um
3: Make
1: it pink. <laughs> Make Happiness it pink. Patrol. Happiness Patrol.
2: There's a, there's a group of them that are building within Minecraft. They're all getting together and and, and utilizing different worlds and building Westerhouse from Game of Thrones. Oh, They've wow. built Ooh. the entire city. Wait. Is it West? No.
1: West, Westeros. King's Landing. King's oh, Landing. Know, Sorry. A, but okay. Because yeah. Westeros is the country. Is the country. Yeah, they're building they're King's Landing. Land. Wow.
2: And so they've got the bridges and the castle and the That's all coming, of the, the shops and the nice. alleyways. And I mean, it's just everybody's contributing to this thing. Wow. And they said literally, if you were to transport game wise how much acreage in game into the real world. It's about the size of San Francisco at this point. Oh, wow. <laughs> that seems about
3: right for King's so it's actually. Is, it on, it's about, is about, it on PC or is it on Xbox? I don't know. Because if it's, I'm on sure PC, it's on PC, I can probably download it and, and walk through the world and, and explore it. Yeah. That's the kind of the cool thing about playing on PC is all of that's out there available. So you can download new yeah. skins and you can download other people's maps and things like that and, and just walk around them yourself and add to them or take away. I mean, you can't obviously... Do anything to the. Uh, it's not a Wikipedia. On. It's right, just on exactly. your computer.
2: It's but just yeah. on my
1: computer, but that'd be kind of neat to. Yeah. S- wow. So. More. That's pretty impressive. I give a lot of props to the people being able to do that sort of thing in the game, because I wouldn't be able to.
2: I give a lot of props to the people who think they have that much time on their hands. Yeah. <laughs> well,
1: and that much creativity to think, oh, yeah. I'll they must all work state this. jobs. It's <laughs> the only thing I can come out of working
2: on this at work.
3: Could be. <laughs> Uh, I'm sure they're I not working retail jobs. I tell you that. <laughs> I'm sure I did more this week, but maybe I'll think about it as we <laughs> as we go along here because I can't I, nothing else pops into my mind. I'm sorry. I we, no, uh, no, we're no, talking no. about you had
2: pig faces on the balloons. That was, uh, that, was that was that virtually. Was just, yeah, that, that we just was, okay. we really kind of made you know, virtually.
3: Uh, <laughs> um, next week we'll use some of the other stuff that we couldn't use because that was another thing. It was very windy today, and so yeah. we didn't want to oh, put a yeah, lot of the outside and outside things the park, that we yeah. had made up uh, in case they blew you know away or tore up. So. We'll use those for next because he'll have a family party next week. We'll incorporate the Minecraft stuff in that as well. Cool. Yeah. He's way into Minecraft now. God, that kid is just insanely loves Minecraft. He went to a party yesterday of probably one of his best friends in school and his party was Minecraft as well, <laughs> well so he was all excited <laughs> about that as well. Although they went bowling, they didn't get as creative with the uh. Minecraft stuff. square his, balls. His his his, yeah. his, <laughs> uh, his cake. The kid's cake was really really well done. It was done by somebody here in town. I uh, can't remember who they are, but uh, it was done really nice. And then they had gift bags that had
1: you know uh, creeper faces on them. So cool. Yeah.
3: Anyway, now I've talked about another kid's birthday party. So move <laughs> on. You guys go. on. <laughs> I'll
1: continue with the video game stuff. I've been playing a lot of Lego Marvel. Sucking my life away, man. Mm-hmm. Up to 70-some percent. Nice. I've got most... I can't wait to play video games again. <laughs> ...of the characters now. Uh, I, I can't seem to find any more on the New York map. I, think I have like two just hanging out there that I need to get. I've gotten all the levels done, all the re- free play done, and now work. C- and the I got three Deadpool bricks left. Which are and you're only
2: at seventy percent with all that done.
1: Yeah, because there's a lot of I'm um, 127 gold bricks, and there's like 200 and some gold bricks to get. <sighs>
2: a lot of hub missions, then, huh?
1: Yeah, a lot of mini hubs, a lot of races. Which, unfortunately, I don't, don't... like the races on here either because cars are so hard. To yeah, and, well, flying, and is flying is difficult. hard to yeah. control too. It's just I find the difficult. easiest one to
3: fly is that uh, Iron Man Mark 42. 42, yeah. yeah. Is the easiest one to fly, but it's agree. still difficult. So yeah. some of those it's races are even.
1: My, my I'm least hoping favorite, I'm trying to find where Silver Surfer is because I think he might be a little easier to control. Oh, Why? I hadn't thought of
3: that. My, my least favorite one that I've I've just been beating myself up over is that on that one roof where you've got the, uh, the little car remote room, control cars, and you got to go over that ramp. Oh my god! I try, I've only tried it once. Oh, I've done it it's like 17 times, and, and I and I stall <laughs> out every time because uh, I, I run into something and I don't I can't. I, I, we- I want to be able to be behind the wheel. I can't be looking down on it and oh, trying to steer yeah. because it just doesn't
1: work. Oh, well, and there's some way. of them that are foot races, too. Yeah. Have you done any of the those? Foot races I don't have a problem with. It, if you had the right character. Yeah. yeah. Some, I, well, was, I had I was, a bunch of people unlocked before well, I started doing those. Well, I did, I did one and failed t- several times and then sw- had to switch characters in order to actually complete it. And it still took several tries. There was one of them that I, I found that if I played with uh,
3: Magneto or Jean Grey... They have that float ability. They oh, don't really yeah. fly. We they just—they just, hover. It's the nice thing because if you have to clear a small gap, you can hover them across. Whereas if you like, you have Iron Man, and you've got a small gap. You could probably. Parkour it or jump it, o- jump over to it. Yeah. But the, the the problem is that you you have this inkling to fly, and then he shoots past, and then you and then you're he, out of your path. Yeah. So I found that on um, those particular ones, if you use Jean Grey or Magneto, they have that hover ability, mm. and you can get over those gaps and then drop back down and start running around. I'll have to people. try some so, yeah. that on some. If of them. you if you run across some of those that you have that problem. Oh, then there's that. Did you do that hunt and peck level where you had to go through the grates with Mister Fantastic in order to get up that radio tower? And you oh had to yeah, no, how to get inside was there. Was it easy? Because I kept getting lost. I kept uh, going through the same grates Freeze them. I did. Oh I finally, yeah. I finally figured that out. I, I went through a couple and realized, kept, okay, it just random. Okay, just okay, I'm just going to go
1: freeze all but one.
3: And that's that's one of the other things you have to do in one of the the, the games. So you think I in one of the levels, <laughs> so you think I'd have thought of that? But, but I must have played enough. that seven times before I realized, oh, I should just freeze this one so <laughs> I don't come through it again.
1: I'm not looking I'm not have you done any of the J. Jonah Jameson ones Mm-mm. where you you have to go talk to J. Jonah, then you have to go take a picture. And you have to go to wherever it is, halfway across New York. Of course switch to spider and just turn to peter, the peter turn to, turn to peter parker uh, take the picture
3: and then go back uh, i wondered why there was a peter parker feature on it i knew there had to be a, a yeah. reason
1: for that okay which cool. is very cool. obviously andrew garfield peter parker and it's yeah <laughs> so very anxious. There, there are some things that an, well, <laughs> a lot of his dialogue just, throughout it is just well. the hair oh that's true his hair's kind <laughs> just of a, pff, and a, a lot of there's a, there's some glitches that annoy me some very long uh, load times on characters. Um, there was one point... I don't I notice that on one, and I think that's Peter. It's the one that takes forever to switch. And some of them, I go to Switch, and they do their transformation. I'm like, oh, no, yeah. I don't use Switch. Man, I am turning Hulk into Peter, Bruce Banner all the time. Well, did you me get mad. your achievement yet? <clears throat> yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, got that I was fine with it until I got the achievement, then yeah. it annoyed me. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but Peter Parker was one of them. Spider-Man the Peter Parker. I... I could not just switch characters. I have to literally switch to the other character in order to change characters. That's what I learned. That's the quick
3: way to do it. Yeah.
1: And then there are some that, I don't know what it was. I don't know if my PlayStation was just acting weird. I would switch to somebody. It would sit there for a really long time. And then it would be just some kid. No matter who I chose, it was just some kid.
3: I don't run across that.
1: It was the weirdest thing. It really got obnoxious. Do you own this or did you run it? I, I owned it. I own it. You own it? Yeah.
2: <laughs> he said oh, no, I owned. It. I, it? It. owned it. <laughs> I owned it. you get
1: rid it? You're not down it. You owned it. I owned it. You're uh, only 73%. Other than that, didn't do much else. Uh, Catan night again uh, with the Yarn Barn group. Didn't win. Got third place that time. Yeah, but I got nice, to man. teach. So that was kind of fun. And the guy I taught how to play won, so. He didn't I heard you. I just, <laughs> I chose, to I just you. chose to ignore you.
2: <laughs> Those who can't do teach, yes. We <laughs>
1: hey, and he won. So yeah, there you go. I like to so think you're th- a good master. I like to think that uh, part of it was that I helped him more than I should have focused on my own playing. Keith, you're a better sensei than you are a warrior. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> I still haven't won a game. Of all da- the Hey, <laughs> now I got it. I- <laughs> I've, I've won a lot on my phone. The only app I bought was the Catan app. <laughs> uh, and then uh, Sarah and I got up early and went to an uh, alpaca festival in Kansas City. It was kind of weird. Okay,
3: walk <laughs> it, me through an alpaca well, festival. Okay. I know it has to do with wool and yeah, knitting, al- alpaca. But is I need a little more of a connector. It's. I okay. know what an alpaca
1: is. Okay, okay. imagine... imagine, imagine were like, llamas? No. No, they were alpacas. Alpacas. Little llamas. <laughs> <laughs> some are fluffy, and some have long they're, hair. I didn't know that. Different I've, different different I've never different seen different one in person. Species. They're kind of weird looking. <laughs> but kind of cute at the same time. <laughs> they <puffy> <laughs> the, the puffy ones are really cute, and yeah. the long ones kind of like, hmm, because some <laughs> have like... Well, the my, long my ones hair. look like llamas. Well, they look like Rastafarian llamas. But there's vendors where you can buy yarn made from alpaca. Where was this? Kansas City? Kansas City. It, it was essentially their version of uh, Expo Center. Like, there's the Lee, Lee Arena. No, Kemper. Oh. And then there's, like, this Expo Hall oh, okay. next door.
2: That's where the royals uh, held.
1: Yeah. It's, yeah it's the American Royal. The, the American Royal. Yeah, that's the building it was in. Yeah. Um, and then there was also, like, dog show type stuff with the alpacas. Like, they're show animals, and they're judged and Oh, ribbed. oh,
3: oh, oh. I thought you meant there was a dog show going no, on no, as well. No, no, no. It was a dog, dog show, liking it like, okay, a dog so it was show, an alpaca show is yeah, what it was. Yeah, oh,
1: alpaca competition. All right, I got you. I got Which
3: you. I, was, it was, I was, it was going Okay, the dog show thing, that really,
2: I was,
1: was getting the alpaca <laughs> festival, and then suddenly through the dog show. Well, well, that's, it was, okay, Building his yeah.
2: multitasking this weekend.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it, no, that's the, That's the part I didn't expect, was the competition aspect of it. I expected the vendors of selling stuff. I didn't really expect all these animals and showing like a four H fair. Yeah. It was it was we spent like forty five minutes there. <laughs> so then we had half price well, books on the way back whole home. 45. The whole a 45 whole forty five minutes. We didn't know at what the to expect. So. Well she probably went there for the wool
3: aspect of it. The yeah. And, and
1: more just to scope it out. See what it's like so that way we know next year if it shows up on our facebook feed then eh, we don't need to go <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I did She could probably buy alpaca
3: wool we'll at Turner. Oh well, uh, yeah, she can. Cardboard, so. It's always good to get some insight in the
1: oh yeah, process though. I well, and, and they showed every like st- had every step of the process. They had people weaving or not weaving uh just work, spinning and weaving, yeah. spinning. Yes. Well, they they were weaving. Too actually, and well, then you got to spin it. it first, don't you? Yeah, really? you have to spin, <laughs> it, spin <laughs> it, and then weave it or knit it.
3: Yeah, it's hey, quit laughing, I'm, It's not for you.
2: Not, just the absurdity of this Doctor Who podcast <laughs> we've talked about ocelots and, <laughs> and the that's
3: how we got off on
1: <laughs> ocelots in the game. I
2: forgot
3: about
1: that. I uh, but I did pick up. I, the I missed the trail of breadcrumbs. The silent stars go by at half price bookstore. Oh. 5 99 sweet yeah I oh, thought no, you read that no you read Touched by Nanny. I read Touched by Nanjier um, I own it but I have not so yet read it so now two of us own it well to go let's go
3: back change our votes on book club <laughs> well that's not a silence starts silent stars go by well I guess we can put it in yeah you can write it vote. yeah that will win, <laughs> and then we'll get to do a book that none of us have read because I'm afraid <laughs> at least one of us is going to get screwed here <laughs> because we only got votes on there or uh, books on there of ones that we've read.
1: And I can't tell you what's winning now, but I think it's one of mine. <laughs> I think the two that were in the lead were both yours. Both were, so. yeah. Uh, and then we stopped by Hastings. Uh, if you make it to Lawrence, I highly recommend. A, I don't know. You might be more interested in it than I or you. They have a box set for the tenth Doctor books oh the sad thing is there's one I think it's like sting in the zygons maybe it's, a, it's or not no it's something zygons but it's really sh- it's like a short quick read it would be like two pounds so it's like maybe 50 pages like an ebook written by Terrence sticks oh wow but so but then there are tenth doctor yeah oh and then there are three other like normal sized books these
2: are the the Hardcover, well, they're,
1: they're the new thin paperbacks. Oh, you know, the, the, okay. new the new smaller versions, versions that they put out. Yeah. yeah, okay. And then they also have a big old, uh the reissue, a new line of reissue books too. So cool. And then wandered around Mass Street a little bit and came home and had dinner. It was a good spaghetti. good Sunday spaghetti. Yes,
3: I saw pictures. Yes,
1: of <laughs> it simmering on the stove. Maybe um, want spaghetti. Unfortunately, I didn't let it simmer long enough. Oh, yeah. It, and do you ever make spaghetti from scratch? You besmirched Aunt Mary's I did formula. besmirch. I just didn't recipe. give it enough time. Uh, yeah, oh. I,
3: I used to make it from scratch all the time until I realized you could buy it in a jar. <laughs> I still prefer it from scratch. You know what I do? I, I prefer from scratch as well. But well, scratch, when you have a large family, <laughs> and especially ones that don't eat, you don't have a lot of time, Keith. Well, that's you
1: but that's true. Scratch bean can of paste, yeah, can yeah, of yeah. Uh, uh, puree that's, that's and water.
3: Um, that's and, all you put in it?
1: Well, then season. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, <laughs> um, because your spaghetti's really
3: lame if you don't. Um, no, 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 no. There's no, no all no. sorts of seasoning. But but I've found like I don't like just ragu. I don't like just patoli. I don't just. I there's don't like not. Just, there's not the right flavors I for me. Mix. Oh yeah, I I mix. Mix. you got to mix the jar I stuff mix together until I get See, the right. And I've I have found the perfect flavors. What so, is and it? And mine. It's the homestyle ragu. It's the tomato and basil. Patoli. Uh, b- patoli. Am I saying that right? Patoli. Bertoli. 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 And I wish I could remember the brand of the other one. That it's right there next to the Bertolli. I want to say it's Mama something. But anyway, they've got a... And, and I get in trouble for using this because I, it, I get the mushroom one, but you can get it without mushroom. But there's something in mushroom that I add to it. And, oh,
1: so <laughs> nice. All the, all the pre-made sauces lack one thing for me, based off of my aunt's recipe. Love? Par- that and parmesan cheese <laughs> oh having parmesan cheese in the sauce just, just add parmesan adds- cheese like, well, it's because
3: I, I I simmer mine on the stove too I don't nuke it or. Well, cause or oh, cause yeah, you gotta simmer I, you gotta simmer sure because I, if, especially simmer. if you add
1: water to it you gotta you know simmer some of that water out but you put the ragu in there you hardly have to simmer it or you hardly have to add water to well, it <laughs> that's, that's the liquid there for a while uh um, think at all walmart didn't carry puree mm-hmm. so I had to get sauce which is essentially puree watered down right so then I didn't add water then right Except for the paste aspect.
2: Yeah, we experiment every time. We were just, uh, What are we doing today? Uh, the veg- Chunky veggie mushroom and four cheese. All right, we'll
1: do that. <laughs> what are we getting this time? See, uh, I'm, not a big, I'm not a big fan of chunks in my spaghetti sauce. I'm just weird like that. You're just weird.
3: The tomato basil, basil isn't too bad. It's got
1: a few tomato chunks, but that's it. I
2: suppose you could blend it before you But
1: yeah, I, I've... I've... I've, I've, I've experimented <laughs> several times with using fresh garlic in mine, too. And those turn out pretty good. Just well, so see, if I, I make it
3: homemade, I always use the fresh garlic. See, I just I use like garlic powder. I don't like to sprinkle garlic in there. I
1: also had the Italian seasonings. And
3: see, I'll use all the other seasoning, sprinkle seasoning, but yeah. garlic, it's got to be pure garlic. I just the powder not, does not do it. For me,
2: I put that on the toast.
3: I do put I do put powder on, on garlic toast.
1: Oh well, yeah, you um, got to melt that in the butter. Yeah. If you don't buy the Texas toast, just don't put
3: garlic salt in the butter. Put no powder because yeah. we put
1: salt in there one time. Oh my, I didn't realize it, and oh my gosh, it was so super salty. because <laughs> <laughs> the butter's already salty. Exactly. Isn't it? Yeah, so it just added to that. Uh, that's all I did though. Sean, what'd you do this week?
3: Um. So what are we we've gone off on Minecraft? We've gone <laughs> off on alpacas, we've gone off on spaghetti. Spaghetti. spaghetti sauce. What else can we tangent on this one? Maybe I, we'll uh, add some recipes to the show.
2: <laughs> you should totally do that. Trailing alpaca recipes. Oh, we <laughs> Tastes like chicken. <laughs> Tastes like llama. <laughs> Hooray, I'm a llama again. Oh wait. Oh wait. Um I, I worked a lot. I went to school a lot. We um, Finished. You got like a broken record. It's a broken now. record. Uh, we finished shooting uh, our short film for class. Oh, oh.
3: I'm glad you added our short
2: film. Our short film for class. Um, so that part's done now. It's just the, we've got a whole bunch of green screen work that needs to be done now. And you painted it. Yeah. <laughs> you want to talk about a comedy of errors. <laughs> That stupid thing. Painting the green screen. Painting. I mean, it was fun. You know, it was just us and the t- one color. Two two of us in the prof. Just me and Matt and and and, and Sharafe. And um, down there and um, you know, so we were making all kinds of jokes about you know. Did you want us to bring paint? He goes, No, I'll supply the paint. And I started laughing because I could see all of us coming up with a different color of green. Or, <laughs> you know, well, there's
3: actually a Coma, Coma yeah, Coma green Yeah, it's comic green, but
2: uh, you know. We wouldn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> this looked like chroma key.
3: I don't know. Right? It, looked, it looked like this. It <laughs> the three colors yeah. you come with. <laughs> that's not going to work. Little patches, here. and then mix like, them all I'd together. With that one, to
1: just to be, mean, just to be mean.
2: But um,
1: oh, I thought we were doing blue. <laughs>
2: we we got that done and right about the. So you know, we're, there's two rollers. So Sharoffy's got a roller, and I've got a roller, and then there's a, a, a brush. You know, for the, the fine detail work around the corners and stuff. We accidentally got paint on one of the other walls, so we just went ahead and painted it, too.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so it's not a green screen. It's a green corner. <laughs> uh,
2: well, they had uh, one of these, and then there was a cinder block wall here on this end. Well, we painted that, too. Um, and then I was like, do you want the floor done, too? He goes, no, we've got paper we can lay down for them. I was like, you sure? Because we're here. We've got the paint. We can just go ahead and do the... He said, no, they wouldn't let me. Apparently he, apparently he tried he had all kinds of he, designed the art building on mm-hmm. campus and he had all kinds of requirements for what he wanted and they wouldn't give him hardly any of it he wanted a, an extra story He could paint the floor
3: nobody would ever they know. want he
2: wanted a green screen wall outside because he thinks right. outdoor light work, work works better but he wanted to be able to throw students off the roof into a you know so that they could shoot and they looked at him like
3: yeah i remember you told me what that. yeah no. Four weeks ago.
2: they wouldn't let him have a, a pyro room they're going to do pyrotechnics and stuff for the special effects. They wouldn't let him have that. So he's like, they apparently took the dimmer. He, he had everything set and ready to go for this green screen wall with these big fluorescent lights. And there was a dimmer switch on them, so you could adjust it. They took the dimmer switches out, <laughs> so it's on or off. It's like, are you Aww. kidding me? He says, Yeah, I know. This
3: <laughs> We could probably just gel the lights. So
2: we're sitting there. We're, we're sitting there. So has uh, got the thing on one end, and I've got the roll on the other. And Matt, you know, we switch off. So Matt hands me the roll, and so I'm rolling. And he's sitting down, and Trophy turns around and goes, "What? Do you want a break or something? What is? What is your deal?" And i said, "Well, yeah, I just gave him the room." He says, There's another roller over there. Now he says this at the three hour mark when we're almost done. <laughs> We've been sharing this one roller back and forth between the two of us. I was like, are you kidding me? There was another. And he looked at me and says, "Matt, you carried all this stuff up. You did. There was a whole. There was a whole thing of rollers here, and Matt went and looked. He goes, "Huh, I carried it. I didn't look at it." <laughs> So that was, he went to move something. Uh, Sharafi picked up this big, it was uh, the the portable green screen board that you could take outside. He picked it up and he started angling around. And as he twisted like this, I heard, And I turned, he put a big old hole in the wall. I was like, dude, what are you doing? He goes, what? He said, look at the, and he looked down and he goes, oh. (laughs) you have to know Sharafi, he's he's, uh, Indian. So he's got the funny little, you know. Um, accent from uh, the guy on The Simpsons. What's his name? I don't find him funny. But. Uh, he sounds funny. <laughs> Listening <laughs> to him talk, yeah, yeah. He, he sounds like a poo. It's just, and I have to stifle a giggle every time he launches into a story in class because, like, <clears throat> <laughs> it's disrespectful. I know, but he's funny. So then he had to go and buy patch, and you know, paint. You know, we painted over it. And it's like, yeah, for an A, I won't mention this in the classroom. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we got done filming was the important part of that story. So uh, I still have a personal project that I have to do in front of the green screen, but I don't know what I want to do yet. So, But the the, the short film part of it's all done, except for the editing. And then um, Saturday, I actually worked Saturday morning, which was a little weird because normally I don't. I <laughs> close a lot. Uh, so we had a we had a movie night and we watched, because oh. uh, we had Katrina, so we had to watch kids' movies. But we watched <laughs> uh, Hotel Transylvania.
1: Had you seen that before? I had not seen it before. How was it? It was cute. It's
2: the Adam Sandler one, right? Yeah, and and so <laughs> Katrina picked it out. We I just I, I brought up a selection, had some Disney and some. She picks the Adam Sandler vampire movie. I was like, oh, okay. And I was like, well, do you not want to watch it? Like, no, it was the one I was kind of like least wanting to watch. But I'm not. It's Katrina. I'm gonna let her that pick. Never so.
1: bring the ones up you don't want to watch. I know. John. I
2: should have known better. Uh, but it was actually really cute. And I thought it was going to be horrible, and Adam Sandler, and it wasn't. Well, it, was, it was. It was actually really. It was much, much, much better than I expected.
3: The other animated films I enjoyed. I've heard a lot of good things about
2: Um You especially would enjoy being a monster uh, guru because um, they 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 treat the subject matter very Respect. well. Like yeah. To, like oh, to. good. Now they don't. That was my biggest concern. They don't explain why Dracula has a daughter, but they do make a Twilight joke. So it's like, okay. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> Good, give it. Uh, and then we watched Ponyo, the Studio Ghibli. Did she picked that one too. Yes, she did. The Studio Ghibli, uh, uh, Little Mermaid,
0: mm-hmm.
2: one, and we really, really, really liked it. It's not Howl's Moving Castle, which so far is right. far right. and away my absolute, but it it has that kind of same sense of whimsical yeah. nonsense. None,
3: none of them will be. I'll warn you, but yeah, uh, yeah, none of them will be as good as. I, was I, I kind
2: of feel like we've peaked. It's yeah. like, well, <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, let's watch another Studio Ghibli. But but they're, they're all good. Oh yeah, they're they're all enjoyable. Um, and this one's very—you can kind of get the the, the Hans Christian Andersen um, Little Mermaid references to it. Um, but Liam Neeson plays her father, the, the Lord of the Sea or whatever he is, and he's this crazy David Bowie looking Dome. guy. Well, in the American, <laughs> I'm sure. But I should say English. I'm, 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 I'm sure they got I'm sure yeah. it wasn't uh, Liam Neeson in the original Japanese <laughs> no. uh, release.
1: Seriously. He's a very talented man. I don't think he speaks Japanese. I'm pretty sure he doesn't.
2: <laughs> But if you come for his family, he will find you. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so it was kind of a fun night. We were going to, you know, do... Oh, we watched Legion earlier this week, too. Um,
1: That Angel movie? The Angel movie. How was that? Um, That was the one with the crazy grandma in it, also. Yeah. Okay. That's the one thing I remember from the trailer Better
2: than I expected. Paul Bettany, right? Paul Bettany plays uh, Michael, the angel, and uh, uh, Dennis Quaid. i
3: am encouraged to hear it's better than you expected because it's gotten panned.
2: Yeah, I don't understand the panning of it. But I will say this. It came across as kind of a much slicker special effect version of Tales from the Crypt Demon Knight, but not done as well. So, if you saw Tales from the Crypt, Demon Knight, I think Demon Knight's a better movie than this one. They're very, very similar. It really reminded me of it. But the special effects in this one are much better, obviously, because it's, you know, years down the road. But. Hmm. Okay. And, and then we found out Mel had never seen Demon Knight. So I was like, okay, well, that's next on the list. <laughs> 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 Got to find a copy yeah, of that. Was that the first one, or that was the second The one? first one. Oh, it was. Okay, and yeah. I liked Demon Knight. I didn't. Like- yeah, you liked Demon Knight. You did not like Bordello of Blood.
3: No. <laughs> Yes, that's right. Yeah, like, even Trust that was me. wrong with Dennis.
2: Dennis uh... No, Dennis Miller's in Bordello of Blood.
3: Oh, see, then I like Bordello of Blood. I what? didn't like the Billy Zane. Or yeah, Billy. Zane yeah, blood. Billy Zane. I didn't like the Billy. Zane.
2: Okay, so you were the only person on the face of the <laughs> planet yeah. that liked thought, Bordello of Blood. I thought
3: Bordello of Blood was pretty pretty decent. I didn't like.
2: You were the, the only person on the planet who liked Bordello of Blood.
3: Probably, I don't know.
2: Even the HBO execs did not like <laughs> it. <laughs> even Dennis Miller disowns it, Miller and Miller he was Miller, in it. Miller. Yeah. But Demon Knight's good. Well, you'd probably love Legion. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> <laughs> we own it if you'd like to borrow No, but I didn't like Demon Knight. I liked yes, I know, but that's what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, oh, It's a, lesser, I see, I see. It's it's a okay. lesser done version of Demon Knight. I thought Demon Knight was so done. then I probably there. won't like Legion. And, you, know, you probably will <laughs> like Legion because you didn't like Demon Knight. You'll probably come back and go, Legion was ten times better. I don't know why you're getting off the same. <laughs> It depends oh, okay. on why you
1: didn't like Demon I Knight. See, I see, I
2: see, now, This is opposite I, day, I Glenn. You know,
1: I'll tell you, it's been so many years since I've seen either of those Yeah, I'd like so. to give a shout out to Helix because that season wrapped. That is one insane show. Oh, is it? Bat crap. But so much fun. <laughs> 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 I enjoyed every second watching that show. Bad crap, but so much fun. I don't.
2: This this is the. uh, uh the, the Ron the, Moore. Yeah, the Billy Connolly.
1: Yeah. Billy Connolly, right? Oh, no. no.
2: Billy Connolly. Billy Campbell. Billy Campbell. Oh, Rocketeer. Yeah. Okay.
3: Oh, Billy Connolly would have been so much better. Though. <laughs> Except for it's crazy to see him in anything serious anymore, like X-Files and stuff like that. I'm like,
2: who is this guy? <laughs> <laughs> this is the dad in Budok Saints. <laughs> this, this isn't the did Billy Connolly see I know. Fido? Well, I did I did
1: see Fido. Oh, my God. I don't uh, didn't like Fido. <laughs> no. See, he didn't like Fido. No, I didn't, didn't like, like Fido, didn't Fido either. I, I, oh, I thought you wouldn't like Fido. And he liked zombie I, films. I like zombie Fido. films, and I, I wasn't a big fan of Fido. Oh, I liked Fido. I, I, didn't, I guess I didn't think there was <laughs> enough laughs. That's, I, I yeah. think I expected it to it's be more comedy. Dry. It needed, to, very be, right. it's, it's, it needed to be. It's very. It's a very dry
3: comedy. It's like, they ever, it's like they took a really dark comedy and said, "We really need to inject more heart into it." <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, you didn't. <laughs> Not because exactly because of what it is. You don't need any.
1: You don't need any warm fuzzies. <laughs> and I'm, I'm the one that owns zombie strippers, so. I still haven't seen
2: *Zombies*. Oh, we we got. So ridiculous.
3: Uh, oh, I don't want to borrow it either. So,
1: <laughs>
2: Nazi zombies on the moon or something? Oh. I, I was, yeah, I th- I thought of you. So, As, I still
1: haven't seen *Dead Snow*. <laughs> Russian zombies. We should move on to news. But I I if, I, I recommend *Helix* if you like uh, kind of zany. Uh, <laughs> he can't, I, I, I can't describe I can't zany. Desc-
2: now, is, is it like? Funny or is it No, it's just just so bizarre. It's bizarre.
1: It's just really bizarre. It's What's I apologize it like? listeners to my for my sniffling. My allergies are bothering me tonight. This it's, is
2: one big ball of allergy tonight. Yeah. It's
1: it's, it's was, not fun. That was tissue too. Okay. It's outbreak meets venom meets venom the Spider-Man character because it's all like black oozy stuff. Meets zombie and then it turns into a corporate espionage story. And it's getting the second season and I kind of wish they had only done a one season, but I'm I'm intrigued to see where it goes. It's it's huh. <laughs> um what it on? Sci-fi. Yeah.
3: That's why it got a second season. Because they're desperate. It's just for- got to be sort- slightly intriguing, and they'll put it on for a second
1: uh, From what I'm saying, I got good ratings. Hey, to- you know what else got a second received- season?
2: Sharknado. <laughs> well,
1: so Sharknado like a sequel, sequel. <laughs> yeah.
2: Filming in New York. Uh,
1: um, it, well, like, I, I, I mentioned the first episode, and there was the this... some shark Sharktopus and Sharknado. And Come Mega Sharknado Shark
2: versus whatever that was.
3: The, 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 <laughs> the, 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 he was gonna go into but don't him to vote. We gotta move this along. We're almost an hour it, in and we're not it's, even it's, done talking about what we did this week.
1: The, the show starts with this insane violence of the zombie like creature to Do You Know the Way to Barcelona? Or that that song. You know what song I'm talking about? Do you know the San Jose. San Jose. <laughs> <San laughs> <San laughs> it that one I know. That, it's <laughs> that song. Barcelona.
0: Do you know the
1: way to And it's this insane violence. It's really. It it sets the tone for the entire. Yeah. And it's this unsettling images of these zombie like creatures attacking people, and it's. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) It's bizarre, but really enjoyable. Wow. Ron Moore. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I like Ron Moore's stuff. And, I mean he was the best and,
2: part of Next Gen and the new Battlestar Galactica reboot and-
1: well I don't I don't know how much I know he executive produced it. I haven't looked too closely at how much he how much hand he had in it. So it at least has his stamp of approval at the very least. Yeah. But I, I I'm beginning to discover I love really wacky stuff like <laughs> Just now. <laughs> <laughs> it's starting to dawn on me when I was talking to someone about under the dome. And when things went really insane is when I really started liking it. How far did you get on that?
2: Um, I don't know, six or seven.
1: Yeah, it was like that around that point where it starts going kind of off the deep end was when I really started liking it.
2: It was about the time they announced that there was going to be a second season of that yeah, that I gave up because it was like, okay, you've lost me. The book was so good. I don't see where you're going to
1: go. You're under a dome. There's no season two. See, I was glad they were shifting away from the standard under the dome stories of we're running out of supplies. I get bored with those.
2: Well, yeah, but I, I'm more concerned about the fact there was a fire, and you know, you ate up oxygen, and it smudged the inside. So now everything's—you you realize how much pollution because everybody's running their generators because we got to have our iPods on, and you don't care. Nope, <laughs>
0: not,
1: not, not the least bit. But that's okay. There's probably some listeners that do.
2: The book was so good.
1: I want to read the book.
2: Oh, oh the book is so
1: good. Part of my apprehension is the length.
2: It trucks. Does it? It unlike the show, well, <laughs> which the decided show to no. Well. The show decided to stop and sniff at every Daisy along that fence line. <laughs> but the, the 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 for being an because I even I I love Stephen King when he gets into his I'm just going to write, and Sting, King admits I like big books with a lot of characters. Here you go. I, he just and I was a little worried about it. And man, from page one, it just ran through 1,800 pages.
1: Wow. Yeah. I have to give it a shot. Once I finished the Game of Thrones books.
2: But that was back when I could still leisurely <laughs> read, you know. And I finished it, like, in two weeks. Well, that's not bad. Yeah.
1: Wow. Okay. Let's move that's on That's promising. <laughs> I think we've been putting off news because we're starting with some depressing yeah, stuff. Yeah, it is depressing. Yeah, it is depressing. Unfortunately, we've lost a couple of Who people. Uh, most recently, Kate O'Mara passed away at the age of 74. It was kind of surreal
3: because I, we haven't had anything to review for like the last two weeks, really. I mean, we did uh, plan a comic con two weeks ago. Last week we had our fan show, so I really haven't. I've had this free time, and so in my free time, I've been catching up on podcasts. And it was just so bizarre because I start. I got up to uh, on uh, the memory cheats. Which is a wonderful podcast. I, I, I recommend it to anybody that, that likes short, concise podcasts. And, and then the, the two guys on there. So, none all of them are all all right?
1: Yeah. A lot. So, yeah, if you're if listening to this one, it, you probably don't like short to and concise. Get something short in between our episodes. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, last night I, I fired up,
3: they reviewed um, Time and the Ronnie. No, it wasn't Time, it was Mark
1: and the Ronnie. And that's the podcast where they don't rewatch it; they just right. talk just, about it from memory. Completely from memory. memory. Completely okay.
3: from
2: the memory, memory cheats. Interesting. And so uh, they, I, I should listen to more of this podcast. Oh, I feel so left so out.
3: Um, and so <laughs> they, 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 that was the one that they talked about and, and reviewed it and gave their impressions on it. And it wasn't like less than fifteen hours later, I woke up the day and I saw the, the news about Kitamara, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, that's just so weird." She was and supposed surreal. to have been at Galley. Yeah, she so was. was,
2: she, was she was. The, she was going to be a guest time. at this galley, and this, this one coming up. No, the, this the one last of the just last one, yeah. the last one the that one just one happened. We,
1: that's why we did Time of the Rhine. Yeah, or Mark of the Rhine. Mark, Mark, of Mark That's because it was going to be
2: Rining. her and and uh, Colin and, Perry. and Colin and Perry, and then because um, it was it was odd that both she and initially uh, Mel were going to be there as oh, well. Oh yeah, and then I don't remember who dropped first.
1: I think Mel dropped first.
2: I think Mel dropped first, and then and then she dropped out shortly after that. I never heard why, other than she can't make it. So it's was like, oh well, okay. I hope again that it wasn't.
1: Might have been health related, been health but related. looks like there's been a, a large out uh, tributes on Twitter from people like uh, Colin Baker, Bonnie Langford, uh, Nicola Bryan's. Uh, she passed away at a nursing home following a short illness. Mm. Mm. And, <laughs> and and hey, the, she uh, uh I wonder I I have a feeling she probably knew this was coming because on March 17th the last tweet she posted was. Thank you so much for your kind tweets. It's both humbling and completely overwhelming to read all your messages. Much love, yeah. X. It, it, it was one of those things when I heard it today. I thought I really want to go watch one of
3: her Doctor Who's because I don't remember what I reviewed, but I, oh, I think I've always come down on on good on Mark the character. Runner on well, Mark of the Running. I think I, I think I enjoyed that one.
2: You didn't, enjoy and that one.
3: so. That was my first thought. So I don't really want to watch Mark. Well, I, I don't have it. So I thought, well, okay, I could watch Time the Ronnie. I am not as favorable about that, but it's got some good points and, and I love her. I think she's great in I think Ronnie's always great on in anything she's done. Or K ever great in both of those roles that she's done. And I went, oh, I don't have that one and i thought, Well, I've got a bootleg copy of Dimensions in Time. It could be the best I could do, but that thing's such a piece of the, the, the that the I didn't ones go there, on, but the I, I really ones aren't on Hulu? Um, I don't believe they are yet I didn't think about going to who they might be on there. you could have called me I
2: would I well, have said, I had to
3: watch it in between getting ready for party and party and it, so it didn't finally come down to pan out with time but that was my first inclination was when I heard the news and I, I really want to go watch her I really want to go see something that she's done because I just I remember enjoying her so much in that character. and the of course, I, I bet if you
2: watch time now that you've met Lester you'd probably have yeah, a better No, no uh, I, I,
3: don't, I don't know <laughs> that that's true with that one but the the uh, that's the thing, though, is is uh, it, in the back of my mind, I think I've always thought, I haven't revisited those recently because I've always thought, you know, uh, Anthony Ailey's gone, uh, all of these actors, Sarah Jane's gone, but she had her chance, and she, you know, she came back, she did Doctor Who, and she did her own. I think uh, that's even the saddest thing. Even we didn't, get the, is even we're not we didn't get the brig in Doctor Who proper, we did get to revisit the brig in Sarah Jane. I just expected the Ronnie to be... To, I expected Kate Omar to come back and be the Ronnie in the new Who, and I thought, you know, there's still that chance. And then that's gone now. It just yeah. feels like it's ripped away from me, and so it's kind of I that made mean, that's made a little harder because yeah. I, don't, I mean, I, I don't know this actress in anything else that she's done <laughs> besides Doctor Who, but I really feel this connection to the actress herself, and I feel like I, it was like this huge hole today when I just when I when the news came out because I thought. There's nothing now that I can see her again. I can go back and enjoy the things she's already done, but I really looked forward to the possibility of her being. Well, especially with the hope
1: of the Time Lord's coming back. At, yeah. uh, of of all of the characters
2: later. that that could come back, for for whatever reason, when when we've discussed it that oh, the Ronnie should come back, and never I never
1: recasting. <laughs> I never <laughs> recast her. Yeah, yeah no, me neither. No. I think Absolutely I not. The same
2: I mean, the Master. It. Yeah, I, I can recast the Master at whim, but the Ronnie. No, it's Kate Mara. This guy be Kater I mean, now obviously they could recast her. Sure, She's a sure. Time Lady. Way, she could still, regenerate. We still could get the Ronnie. And oh, we could still again, get the Ronnie. But, but I just, I it just assumed the it would no, be Kater Mera. Uh, and Martin
1: Miller against Ronnie. Peter Capaldi? Oh, oh that would have oh, been great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mark is on
3: Hulu. It is on Hulu. Okay. Uh, well, that would have been my preference to see anyway. So. The Sylvester one is not. I did not think about going to Hulu. Hulu.
1: Unfortunately, we also lost someone else earlier in the week. Derek Martinus, I hope I'm saying his name correctly, uh, died at the age of 82. Who was Derek? He directed uh, Galaxy 4, Mission yeah. to the Unknown, 10th Planet. 10th Planet was the, kind of the, his big tent pole one. Uh, Evil of the Daleks, The Ice Warriors, and Spearhead from Space. Oh.
3: About half of those are available. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, unfortunately.
2: Unfortunate that half are not available. Yes. Not unfortunate that half are available. Well, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's what, what, what i just, just to yeah, clarify. i look really at it both
0: ways.
3: Unfortunately, only half, only half of those are available.
2: No, I just the way it came out is, unfortunately, they're available.
3: Well, yeah, but I said only
1: half of those, and he was springboarding on that. So yes, I understand where he was oh, going okay. from.
2: And I'm sure our listeners did, too. I just wanted to clarify.
1: Apparently, he suffered from Alzheimer's for many years. Oh, I hate to hear that. Yeah. Oh, yeah speaking of alzheimer's
3: i finished beyond uh behind the sofa
2: oh you're uh, the, the talk bo- about that All,
3: alzheimer's reminded me of that which oh because the money i'm goes glad you it. brought it up because 100 percent of the profits from this book go to alzheimer's and dementia research in the uk and i highly recommend you buy it because i'm going to do a real quick short review here because we're talking a little bit about alzheimer's here um there's there are people in the book that, that a couple at least that kind of refer to their experiences with Alzheimer's. In fact, one person I think that, that wrote one of the entries is, is diagnosed with Alzheimer's, but that's not what the book's about. It's it's celebrity reencountering uh, their favorite moments or their first time with Doctor Who, oh, or and there's probably. Most of the celebrities in there, I don't. I'm not familiar with because they're UK presenters or DJs or whatnot. But they all have such wonderful stories. And there are there's a handful of them in there that I do recognize. I think, um, um, uh, Perry. Uh, I can't. Nicola. Nicola Bryant was one. There's there's, there's, there's Toby Haydock I think was yeah, in there. T- Toby Haydock is in there. Um,
2: the the uh, ever popular Michael Grade. Michael Grade is in, there, in there, which was interesting,
3: <laughs> and that's a neat take because he talks about killing Doctor Who, but he talks about his appreciation for the new series and that it's back and that it was that that it's done right now. So, uh, and then trying anyway, to take credit for it. <laughs> I, <completely laughs> like if, right I well, if I had he, killed it, it wouldn't come he, back as strong as it that. is. He does a little t- tongue in cheek, but. Uh, uh I, 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 <laughs> I, I, I really <laughs> enjoy it and it goes to a good cause and they've collected a lot of great memoirs and it's a lot of fun to read. I'm glad and you it's enjoyed a that. Quick time. read it, yeah, thank you very much, because that was a uh, um, Christmas present from you guys. Um and it's quick it's like two hundred pages. Oh, so yeah, I, I knocked it off in like well, it took me a little longer than a week or about a week because I was only getting didn't get a lot of time to read. But you could you could easily get through it in a few days. So. Yeah. Um, but I highly recommend it. It's, it's an enjoyable read and, and go out there. It was another thing I did this week, and the Alzheimer's, uh, it's, it's for a good cause, and that's what reminded me of that. That's Going up. back
1: to previous conversations. speaking of characters returning, Adric is returning in Big Finish. Oh. Uh, Again, are-
2: or is this still the first time they talked about it?
1: <clears throat> this, is the, this is the first time.
2: Because I thought they had made an announcement that Adric was coming back with Tegan and Nisa and, and Fifth Doctor, Peter davis It
3: was floated out there a few months ago. Big Finish finally made the announcement this week.
2: Yeah. Oh, I thought it was a done deal. It okay, would be
3: out in August. I think May- maybe, uh, Matthew maybe Waterhouse
1: this- talked about it at Gallifrey. It might be where you got it from.
2: No, I heard we... And,
1: and maybe we're just now getting the titles of the episodes, which are Psychodrome and Iterations of I, or one. I can't tell which.
3: And he'll come back to play Adric. Is that correct?
1: Yeah. Okay. From what I understand. Because
3: it's interesting because they've had a story with Adric uh, recently. Not recently, but in 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 the line uh, that they were doing, and another actor played him because they couldn't get uh, Matthew Waterhouse back to do it. Oh, interesting. Um, so yeah, and I I heard it's a really creepy story that that it is done relatively well. I can't remember the title of it right now, but uh, is that I've, the boy the time excited. forgot? I think that's it. That's it. And I've heard that it's it's actually pretty good, and I think it's a Peter Davison story, and it's it's uh, our fifth Doctor story, and it,
1: yeah, I was really intrigued. So it'll be interesting what they do with yeah. the character now in this in this way. Hmm. Uh, it'll be a five disc set box that you can get, which will include an hour long documentary with interviews with the cast, in which Waterhouse talks about why he decided to return to Doctor Who. So that could be interesting. That could be that interesting. Could be interesting, yeah. Other merchandise coming out, something I will probably pick up. Uh, (laughs) Must be
2: Cybermen related.
1: It is. It is. The Essential Doctor Who launches with new Cybermen by original designer Alexander Tywin. 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 So uh, this is kind of following on the heels of the uh, 2013 50th anniversary special Panini's Bookazines. So it's like big, thick magazines. Oh, okay, uh, like yeah. Like 120-some pages, you say? Yeah. Um, so, yeah. 116 pages featuring details of every Cyberman episode. There are exclusive new interviews with script writers Neil Gaiman, Gareth Roberts, Mark Platt, and others. Uh, it also includes archive interviews with Kip Pedler and Gary Davis. Who created the Cyberman? Yes.
2: We got anything from David Banks.
1: Early, in 120 pages or something. I'm sure they talked to him um, about it. Uh, there's also... Because it's
2: not the complete guide, if he ain't in there. Uh,
1: features comics, novels, short stories... Novels or novellas? Well, just the, Does say it the includes novels? archive interviews with oh, Hitler and I Jerry Davis, who created the Cybermen, as well as features on... Con- oh, it's features, features on... on. Oh, okay. Comics, novels, audio stories, and Davies' unmade serial, Genesis of the Cybermen. Yeah, yeah.
3: That'll be interesting to read about.
2: It was called Spare Parts. Where did that?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, it's already on sale in the UK, so hopefully, it'll be coming over here very yeah, soon. Yeah, it might be difficult to get it over in the states. But Barnes and Noble, maybe. We'll yeah, I'll have to go check that out. I think it'll be it's uh,
3: ten pounds UK, so it's probably twenty pounds in the US, roughly. $20? $14.95. Er, twenty dollars, <laughs> fourteen or twenty dollars. Is it fourteen ninety five in the UK? I don't know. Okay. Well, <laughs> no, it's nine. It's nine. Okay, that's what I thought. It's ten. Ten pounds in the UK, so it's roughly twenty dollars in the. U.S. Uh, it also constitutes an import, so it
1: might be a few more dollars. So. Fourteen ninety-five. It always takes a little longer for the imports to come in, too. Fourteen ninety-five. <laughs> I'm keeping it
3: to that. Okay. That's what I'm buying it at CD Trade Post when you order a copy from me. Then sure. You're good. Good luck finding it at CD Trade Post. <laughs> or not CD Trade Post. <laughs> Where do you work <laughs> <now>? <laughs> Vintage Stock. Sorry, he's worked at every video store. I'm surprised I didn't say Blockbuster or Duncan the Movie
1: Magic. And or Hollywood,
2: or yeah, <laughs>
1: the last bit of new video. Um, no, I worked there too. Oh, you did? That's right. I you did. had a short stint. The some we missed back in December because Apparently, you felt like you hadn't worked at all. It yet.
2: Well, Pop and Go <laughs> closed before I could get over there. <laughs> video Trend went out of business video and became train. a tanning business. Was the place. Other one
1: we had?
3: Uh, video Trend
2: uptown. Uptown. Never got to work at uptown. Sorry, go ahead, Keith.
1: Uh, the last bit of news is something we kind of missed from December. It's kind of old news, but, but I... But I, I stumbled across it in the wild, so that's why... In the wild. So why, um, in the, the, wild. in yeah. the wild.
2: Were you hunting ocelots? Yeah,
1: he <laughs> trained it to become a house cat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's a new... They uh, Along with the 50th books that they did, uh, reissues, they did a bunch of reissues, this, sh- uh, I guess, in December, f- uh, focused around monsters. So there's a series of books... Uh, corpse maker by Chris uh, Boucher. Marker, Chris Marker, Yeah, marker, corpse yeah. Marker. marker, corpse marker, corpse marker. I like maker
2: as a I like corpse maker as a title much better. But
1: uh, featuring the Fourth Doctor and Leela and it has a Voss robot on the cover. So uh, reading the the, the synopsis not um, There's robots in it, so I can only assume it's those ones. Uh, Shakedown by Terrence Dix The subgenre of the story featuring. Uh, Sylvester McCoy Seven. seventh doctor Sting of the Zygons is uh 10th doctor story then No Yes this is a 10th okay, doctor story right. That's Martha. the
2: one that you said was in the book yeah, Well I don't know what but, I, I don't know if this, box.
1: this is a different one because this is written by Stephen Cole Maybe that book is in the box set but it's not the short Terence sticks one. Oh okay right.
0: yeah.
1: uh, Prisoner of the Daleks by Trevor Baxendale uh, another 10th doctor story the Scales of Justice of Injustice, which has a Silurian on the cover. Wow. I wouldn't have guessed that was Scales of Injustice. <laughs> Should have no, in America. Written by Gary Russell, <laughs> featuring the Third Doctor and Liz sense. Shaw. Oh. What was that one? Third Doctor. Third
3: Doctor oh, no. and Liz Shaw what, what was the name of that one. Or is scales scales of, Injustice? of Injustice. Oh, Scales is is what they do. Okay.
1: <sighs> Illegal Alien. Sorry, I'm I'm, I'm fighting back a sneeze. <laughs> Illegal Alien by Mike Tucker and Robert Perry. Uh, Sylvester McCoy and Ace story featuring the Cybermen. I bet that's Seventh Doctor and Ace. I bet Sylvester McCoy's not actually in the book. Uh, yes. Yeah. You know <laughs> it'd be what I mean. kind of cool, but. He might be. <laughs> uh, Touched by an Angel by Jonathan Morris, which I have reviewed. Touched by an Angel. Featuring the Eleventh Doctor, Amy and Rory. And then finally, The Sands of Time by Justin Richards, which has a. Mummy from Pierre Mars, on the cover,
2: the Mummy Robot.
1: Oh, and it's a fifth Doctor might be in it. As it's well? a fifth Doctor story with
3: Nyssa and Tegan. So exciting! It's released in the vein of the fiftieth uh, anniversary books yeah. and that they, so they did with each they, Doctor, so they all, so all kind of match they, yeah. too. Although they'd <laughs> be out of order out a sequence on their bookshelf, but oh well.
1: From what I saw, it's not a full box like the fiftieth right. had. Also, so.
2: Well, these are good titles, too. Matt Matt pointed out that uh, he thinks that uh, the Doctor Who production office back in the day that they must have just had a couple of dartboards, and this one's all nouns and this one's all verbs because it's (laughs) Terror of the Zygons and (laughs) Nightmare of Eden. and You just throw the thing at them. So Sands of Time.
3: They're good old-fashioned Doctor Who titles.
2: I like those titles much better than things like Let's Kill Hitler. I'm sorry. (laughs) I know Moffat was all excited about the slutty titles, but...
1: Dinosaurs on a screen. Oh, no, there there those go. are new. Sure. Those are all reprints. Oh, yeah. so These are all reprints.
2: Um, I saw that giant Cyberman head pop up on your screen. I totally thought they did Cyberman Bob. I was going to get mad. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, you never know. All right, well, let's move on to feedback. First, before we move on to feedback, we He's wanted to give a shout-out that we're, uh, I think at least Glenn and I, I don't know about Sean, if he has time, are going to be taking part in Brittany's next photo challenge. Yes. Oh, what's the photo challenge? The Favorites of Doctor Who Photo Challenge. So it's she's got a list on her blog, which we will link in our show notes. Um,
2: make sure you make a note of that week, Glenn.
1: Of th- do it,
3: you'll do it behind me. You did last
2: week. No, I didn't. Oh, it must have been Keith. It must I have been did. Keith. Yeah, I did. Because you didn't do it. <laughs> I got two. Out of you, did, yeah. <laughs> you have notes. I know. I don't know. What, what do I we take those? show notes for if you're not going to use them?
3: Oh, I, put, I already put that in the show notes. I put that in before
2: the show. Okay. Well, put it in twice so you make sure to do it. <laughs> I'll get it.
3: It's first thing. I must have been below
1: where I was reading last week. Um, <laughs> but so she's got a great list of uh, 30 different pictures, including things like opening titles, uh, something a little targeted at Glenn, favorite anthropomorphized alien, favorite <laughs> showrunner, uh, favorite generation scenes, so great stuff like that. So that will start on April 1st favorite anthropomorphized alien is an oxymoron.
3: There
0: are no favorite (laughs) anthropomorphized aliens. It's going to be a tough one for you,
3: isn't it? I'll just have to do my least... Your
2: least... Least 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 bothersome. Least
0: bothersome.
1: (laughs) And then um, some feedback from Facebook. Rachel pointed out to us uh, listening to last week's show. She wanted to give... Glenn and everyone else know that Chicago Tardis does have a attendance cap of two thousand per day. So it's a smaller.
3: Well, it's thirty two hundred over three days for galley, right? Yes. And it's but you buy, 2, but there is no individual day right, ticket, right. so it's you're there well, for the it's, whole so weekend. It's, so it's thirty two hundred over three days, and then Chicago right. Tardis Chicago does. Chicago is twenty two, 2 hundred each day, so that's still six thousand. So that's it's a Total. better chance of getting
1: at least a day. Yeah, that's true,
2: because so. it's per day versus. Yeah, I got you.
1: Yep. She says she's still on the fence oh. about announcing uh, about going herself this year. She's tired, uh, trying to hold off until they announce some guests. Yeah, yeah, that would I, that
3: certainly makes sense, Rachel, because I, oh, yeah. I would do the same thing.
1: Um,
3: but it, it's looking more favorable for me to go to Chicago Tardis now than I think I'm probably going to even skip the October transfers and just plan for uh, Chicago Tardis.
1: I think uh, the membership cap is new this year. I don't think they did it last. The 2200? year. The twenty two hundred. Yeah. Oh. Or two, no, 200, 2,000, Sorry.
3: Oh, that said twenty-two. I oh, think two thousand. Okay. I think
1: okay. hers might have said twenty-two, but I think it's two thousand. The, the website I went to, it's two thousand. Oh, okay. Well, either way,
3: they're not sold out yet. So.
1: <laughs> uh, the only ones, uh, all access ones, are sold out. I don't know what that is. It's Probably the highest, highest the tier stuff, of a, I
3: think there's a dinner and things like that. Too, yeah. So.
1: That's the only thing that's sold out so far. Okay. Well, exciting. All right, well... Now, feedback. Up first is... Mark. Mark writes, comment question. Having taken a hiatus from listening to the Doctor Who podcast, I thought I would dip my toe in the waters again. I was always in envy of not being able to make it to Friday Night Who. The time difference seems to get in the way. But I am so glad there is now a group on Goodreads. So that's what you all look like. (laughs) (laughs) While listening to your show... I have a habit of going off on a tangent with my own, with my thought process. Seems only fitting, Mark. This week's tangent was started by you mentioning Nine not attending cons. I got to thinking: Is there anyone in Who fandom who will openly admit to Nine being their doctor? Well oh, I think there's a lot of. People. There's quite a few.
2: Yeah. I think some of our listeners have already admitted. Do you know that.
1: anyone who makes this claim? I know Brittany. Nine is
3: Brittany's doctor, and she, in fact, she brought that up in something that uh, I think she she started a Facebook uh, group called the Whovian Gang. And yeah. I think she mentioned that in one of her posts that uh nine her, her, nine's nine is her, doctor, her doctor
1: but three is her favorite. Right, right. So I mean
3: if, if that counts, yeah then, yeah, then that's certainly true. And I think oh. I think a number of our, our listeners would consider nine their doctor and probably would attend a convention to see nine. I mean I certainly would even though he's made me mad in things that he's done, I would still see him in, in a convention. I'd still go to Attempt to go to a convention to see him. I I wouldn't pay hundred dollars for his autograph. Um, <laughs> I'm not gonna go there again this week. Uh, but so I, others, I think there's not to mention Chris. I mean, he's got such a, a crossover heroes, Thor Dark. I mean, getting him to a con. Twenty eight days, days later. Twenty eight days later, and GI Joe, and he's had enough things yeah. that that he's really, I mean, Linen naked. Yeah, <laughs> which. I would go more for so than some other things he made in. The medium,
1: but. Um, like G.I. Joe. <laughs> I
3: John in I was,
1: 60 seconds. He was fine in G.I. Was Joe. Was he in that? He, he's the coffin maker. Yeah. It's been so long since yeah. I've seen that. Yeah. I don't remember it very He had long. hair. That's bizarre. <laughs> uh, Mark continues. Having have come back to you after months. I was excited to hear a female voice and opinion. I don't know if Mel's a regular, got some catching up to do, but I hope we hear more from her.
2: A female Thanks. voice and opinion. Yeah.
1: Is that what I said? You said Mel. Oh, sorry. Oh, I think
2: you mumbled it. Blame, I, I was blame was, the drugs. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: I, I think you intended to. Uh, <laughs> I know. I knew where you're going with it. <laughs> yeah, uh, Mel has joined us. She's joined us on a few shows, though. When uh, you, especially, it's convention, yeah. Ones. yeah, convention shows.
2: She's my plus one.
3: She's, she's <laughs> my plus one. She's, <laughs> she's my plus one. So um, yeah, and we have her back from time to time. So she's not. She's not a regular yet, but
2: we keep trying to talk the ladies into doing a. a, a you know. The ladies' night version of Traveling the Vortex, and they can all get together and complain about how much time this eats up out of our <laughs> schedule. Because <laughs> I, 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 I think you guys would all just eat it up. But <laughs> so far, Mel's the only taker. <laughs>
3: <laughs> all right. Next up is Chrissy. Yes.
2: Chrissy writes, when Loki's away, the master will come out to play. Dear Vortex Boys, update on the book club. This just in. <laughs> we had a tie for which book we would be reading for April, so I can. Cons-
3: do we get announce it, or does she? We still have to wait till.
2: Well, do you want to let me read this? Oh, or- go ahead. I'm just excited. <laughs> I didn't.
3: I didn't know we were going to find out tonight. I'm just. <laughs> well, the poll closed the 30th. We're going to get. Are we going to get? Uh, wait. We- she said, "Close Sunday." No, that's today. Sunday. Is Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> But I didn't expect... I'm sorry, I, didn't, I, I wasn't prepared. I didn't expect us to get to see what the choice was this week. So this, I, I thought we'd have to wait until tomorrow. And she, announced to you. It, and she announced it on the actual website, but we get to break the news? We get to break oh, the I'm news. Oh, I'm excited. Okay, keep going.
2: <clears throat> we had a tie for which book... We, I feel like this is anticlimactic now. <laughs> <laughs> we had a tie for which book we'd be reading for April. So I consulted an impartial third party, which is just a fancy word for me flipping a coin between the two that tied. For the month of April, the Traveling the Vortex Book Club will be reading... The Crooked World by Steve Lyons.
3: Yay! It is so i got a month of finding another book to read because I've never read that one. <laughs> All pertinent I'm infor- excited that everybody's going to be reading this one because I'd like to get everybody's take
2: on it. All so. pertinent information and guidelines on the discussion will be at the group's main page. So go check that out. Here's the direct link because I know some people are still trying to get their feet under them with using Goodreads. We will post that in the show notes. That's your cue, Glenn. Okay. Uh, again, if anyone has any trouble getting the book, just drop a line to your neighborhood vortex librarian. That's me. That's Chrissy saying that. And I'll help you find a copy. That's <laughs> Chrissy, not me.
3: <laughs> Sean wouldn't know the first thing about finding the book for you.
2: <laughs> go to a library. <laughs> <laughs> books grow in forests, don't they? He would say,
3: contact Chrissy.
2: No, I mean, you have to go to the forest to find the books. <laughs> yeah, Aren't they? I, I think that's With the right, wolves? Yeah. Yep. Don't they hang out there? In you the have to ocelots. bring a
3: bone. You have to go to the jungles, though, with the ocelots.
2: But not the books? No. Okay. But bring a bone.
3: But if, <laughs> and you might get saved by a computer. But. Well, you have to befriend the book. <laughs> and and put it, But that's don't right. put it in a boat. No, don't put it in a boat. It's not going <laughs> to go across the seas with you.
2: Hope you guys don't mind me using podcast time to promote the book club no, and keep all. people updated.
3: We do not mind at all.
2: I think we're okay with I it. I think it's, that's, <laughs> that's,
3: that's part and parcel of this news, newscast. Podcast is is the book club, so it's they're all they're all joined together. So Chrissy, you you keep us updated.
2: Insert witty segue about this week's reviews. Um,
1: <laughs> That's on you, Sean.
2: And now a tap dancing ocelot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Chrissy doesn't play Minecraft. Thanks, Chrissy. <laughs> <laughs> the mutants. I oh, see we've got some mutant ocelot. <laughs> Look like a pig, it totally works. No, they do mutate into cats, cats, (laughs) but they look like pigs, but only in the plush form.
3: It's microevolution, but we'll give it to (sighs)
2: them. Honestly, this whole thing felt kind of meh to me. Chrissy, you've been kind of meh on the last couple of stories, haven't you? At first, I thought it was just because I was having a bad day and that affected my outlook on the first three episodes, but then I felt the same way for the last three last Friday, so I've got nothing. It wasn't a bad story, it just wasn't particularly memorable for me. Which is strange, because I like other non-unit Third Doctor stories, so I can't really blame that. I really have nothing to say. I'll let you three take point on this one. The Spear of Destiny. Recently, I read Dark Horizons, which is an 11th Doctor novel that takes place in Viking times. And I had the hardest time following what the heck was going on in that story. It was confused and muddled, and it didn't feel like a Doctor Who story at all. However, when I read The Spear of Destiny, which has a similar setting, I really had a blast reading it. All the characters acted and spoke the way I would expect them to. There was a lot of great humor, and it was just a fun book to read. It was a perfect combination of traditional third Doctor unit story and a third Doctor time travel story, which the last one doesn't happen very often. I rather enjoyed the whole Odin and Thor were real people whose stories became mythology twist, and that might be the closest we get to having Tom Hiddleston in Doctor (laughs) Who. Which if Marcus, uh, if Marcus Sedgwick's other—that's kind of a Marcus Sedgwick. Boy, I don't envy your teachers, Marcus. That was rough. Uh, if his other books use similar storytelling devices, I might have to read his other stuff after I plow through the thirty or so books currently sitting on my desk right now. Two big thumbs and big toe up. Mm-hmm. Two thumbs and big toe up. I muddled that. That's all we've got for this week. It just started snowing. So if I'm not buried under a pile of late-March snow, I'll talk with you all later. Chrissy. <laughs> okay.
3: Well, good. Exciting, Chrissy. That's, uh, I'm glad that you like Spear. So, All right, next up then is... Holly. And Holly writes, 170, The Spear of Destiny and the Mutants. Hey, everyone. The Spear of Destiny. Ah, a third Doctor and Joe story. I was a little apprehensive at first, just like the rest of you, Um, how the 50th anniversary audio story for the third Doctor was, I was very happy uh, and surprised and pleased. Happily surprised and pleased. This was a very enjoyable read that I actually had to pace myself and not rush through the story. The Doctor trying to break in and replace the real Spear with the fake was interesting. The whole thing with the Doctor being able to up his internal body temperature to dry off was interesting. When I read that passage, I got a mental flash to the scene in Back to the Future 2 when Marty lands in the pond by the clock tower and his jacket dries himself. (laughs) It wouldn't be a third Doctor story without an appearance from the Master. I love the ending. The Master is now stuck, thanks to Joe. I can so picture the Doctor and Joe kind of leaning into each other and grinning very big about what just happened. The Mutants. A decent story. I really did not like the marshal at all. Joe getting, use, getting used as a bargaining chip to make the Doctor do what the bad guy wants him to do. I could almost see touches of full circle in the story even though the mutants took place first with the evolution cycle of the people on the planet that the Doctor and Joe landed on. Well, I'll wrap it up here. Looking to hear everyone's thoughts on these two stories. Holly from Wisconsin. Thank you, Holly. And she spins in a little bit more. She did. She says... I uh, just wanted to say that I enjoyed the interviews from your last podcast, and uh, thank you very much. I'm glad that you enjoyed it, because that's – hopefully we can do some more of those kind of things, because it kind of breaks up
0: our show a little Changes bit. Changes things up a little does bit. does
3: change things up and gives a, a, another perspective that – we can't always share, and, and I thought the interviews came out terrific. Now, Grant and I did them, but um, I think that I thought that I thought that worked well, and, 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 and it was quite enjoyable to get that information and, and hear from those guys.
2: So. Remind me afterwards to ask you some housekeeping questions. Oh
3: sure. No, what I do wrong? Uh, you didn't. Oh okay.
2: <laughs> I don't think you did. Did oh, you do something wrong?
1: I don't know.
2: Are you crossbreeding ocelots? Yes.
1: <gasps> With dogs? With dogs. And or horses? They're awesome wolves.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Where (laughs) cats? Why did I go there? Why? All right. Well, let's start off. Just beating a dead horse.
1: That's what we do around here, Sean. (laughs) And there are horses in Minecraft. Got to beat. Got to kill it first. (laughs) (laughs) Or let the wolf do that.
3: I don't know what... Or well, the werecats. You, I think you get Joker. leather
1: if you kill a horse. So. You
3: get leather? Yeah. So it's kind of a waste, because you
2: get leather yeah, you get from the and cow. steaks. Yeah. And yeah, leather and steak.
1: Okay. The Mutants! When a strange message pod turns up at Unit HQ, the Doctor and his assistant Joe are suddenly involved in another dangerous mission for the Time Lords. The TARDIS takes them to Sky Base 1 above the inhospitable Solos. It is the 30th century, and the planet is about to gain independence from Earth's glorious empire. But someone on Solos has other plans, and alarmingly, the natives are slowly mutating into fierce-looking creatures. It's time for the Doctor and Joe to find out why. Dun, dun, dun! Yeah, I'll go with that. I wasn't it's sure how excited I should go. So. No, no,
3: no it, it, it wasn't.
2: In fact, I may have actually gone just a little Super more excited exciting, but.
1: Well, I think the... Uh, the latter four make up for the slow pacing of the first two. Yeah. yeah. And, well, and the, the first two, it's important to have that because you need that establishment for what's going to happen later. You need to, if you don't have the explanation of the back of the box, you need to know that this is a world and how Earth is uh, in control of it, etc., etc., etc. There's a lot of important plot information that's dumped in there in the beginning. And then it picks up pace and really trucks, I think, the rest of the way through. Yeah. I really enjoyed this one. I, <laughs> and again, kind of the end where things went a little weird and ghost-like. I really liked it then.
3: This is one of those stories that, uh, like you say, it, it it suffers from its length. Yeah, it suffers from being a six-part story. And unfortunately, they, they obviously felt the need to do that with a lot of the, the, the Pertwee era. Um, they, they, a lot of the stories in those seasons are, are six parts or more. And I think that, like you said, the, the, the first two just kind of, it's like, it's, the, it's a slow build, but it's too slow. It's it like, a too you know, it just starts out, the Doctor and Joe are messengers, essentially, from the Time Lords. And suddenly we're in this mess of the Time Lords of suddenly, uh, we're using you, the Doctor are our errand boy once again, because we, this follows on the heels of the three Doctors. And so it's just one of those things where we're, we're setting up what's going on, we're introducing characters, one of which we're going to get rid of immediately as well, which frustrated me because I like the actor. You. Uh, Sean, you remember his name? Yeah. Uh,
2: Oh, Jeffrey um,
3: Beavers. Beavers. And I love that guy. In fact, when he shows up, I'm like, oh, hey, all right, I'm, this is going to be quite enjoyable. Yeah. <laughs> so much for that. Um, boot. <laughs> yeah, boot. Um, so it really suffers from that. But it, it wasn't until the end of the third part that I went, Ugh.
1: Oh, oh, we're getting traction. We're going somewhere. <laughs> we are getting traction. Yay! And now I have to wait an entire
3: week <laughs> in order to see what's going to happen to uh, to our heroes here. Um, but f- episodes four, five, and six for me were quite enjoyable. I agree. They still had some moments that were really uh, tough to get through because they, they did kind of they would kind of wane and slow a bit. But overall, I quite enjoyed uh, the story altogether. Um, I wasn't quite I didn't uh, this one's been cast over the years as, as not a great one because it they it's very heavy-handed in the, the racism term uh, uh, themes um, oh, it's, it, it, was, it was very heavily influenced by the apartheid in the in the 1970s and what was going on down there and segregation and and whatnot um, and the imperialism aspect is also injected in there which um, Especially in the UK, you're either kind of for or against that those ideals and, right. and how the empire uh, should have either thrived or, or or fallen. But a lot of that, to me, wasn't it wasn't smack you in the face political uh, 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 storytelling. It wasn't a lot of, hey, you know, this is what I believe and this is. You know, it, there just wasn't a lot of that there, so I didn't have a real problem with any of that, and I didn't, it didn't—it didn't feel heavy-handed to me, as, as I think it has for a lot of people. So I quite enjoyed the story. I did not like the Marshall at all. Oh, I, like, but I, I don't think you're supposed I, to. And I—I I thought he was a little over the top in his portrayal. But on the flip side, you're exactly right, Keith. You weren't supposed to like him, so he established the right feeling for me in that story of really how I should have uh, been liking. Uh, Jaeger, the scientist. I thought he was kind of pointless, but he's one of those characters that's almost—it's like he's supposed to be a pointless character. He's supposed to be the scientist that, that isn't, hasn't quite got it, and he needs somebody else to step in and show him how it's yeah. done.
2: Yeager down. swung through a couple of different very vari- Like when he first showed up, it was like, "Oh, you're going to be the poor guy. The doctor's going to come in and help out." And he was this kind of befuddled little mild genius. And the doctor would say, "Well, kind we're of gonna- a kettle well, yeah, kind yeah. of a kettle well." And he he would throw <laughs> oh, good. The, the doctor would throw things out there, and he would like, "Well, oh, I don't understand this." And the doctor would explain a bit more. And he goes, "Oh, you're going to blah blah blah," and it was like, "Oh, okay, you're kind of keeping up with the doctor. This is kind of cool." And then as it went on, he became a little more nefarious. Yeah. He wasn't quite niter, <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, right. who's as dyed in the wool Nazi as you can get, right? Right. Um, but the just following orders, you know, bit. But he he became a little bit more, but. I don't know. It was frustrating for me because there were times when he's trying to stand up for the science, and he's like, "We can't do this. We haven't tested this. We blah blah blah." And I'm finding myself trying to side with him. Yeah, you should do that because the marshal's horrible. The marshal's just a evil, nasty. Kind of reminded me of uh, Mister Fibuli, that guy, mm-hmm. Captain. And um, you know, so I, I want to side with him because yeah, you should. And then I have to stop and remind myself, yeah, but the ultimate goal of your experiment here is to make. The planet breathable for humans and kill all the sentient right, life right. on the planet. And you're going along with this. And I had to keep reminding myself of that when the doctor yeah, kind of turns a- on him at the end and says, That man. And he's like, You know, a war criminal. And I was like, He's just a, oh, well, yeah, yeah he actually he is. is.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: so, he has as much of a hand in it as the uh, Marshal I mean,
2: so yeah. it was a frustrating right. character swing for him. For me.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. And I really, I, I we, we did lose. It was Jeffrey Palmer, right? Palmer. Palmer. Palmer or Beavers? Palmer.
3: It was Jeffrey Palmer. Palmer. Beavers yeah. is the uh, uh, actor that played the, the master. Jeffrey Beavers is. The, oh, is okay. The, yeah, uh, cross-pollinating second, uh, degenerating master. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah, Jeffrey Palmer, who's still Katie. with us. Okay. I'm glad you looked at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Jeffrey Palmer is. Well, yeah. Jeffrey Beavers is too. But. Well. <laughs> In fact, Jeffrey Beavers just did light at the end.
2: Let me go back and clear yeah. up any confusion. Both actors well, are still both alive. Both actors are with us. One actor was not in the story. Correct. The other actor was in the story, Palmer. and his character died. Okay, yes. <laughs> Which, if you
3: don't know who Jeffrey Palmer is, he was uh, in the pre-sequence. He was the general in the pre-sequence. Admiral. Scene, or admiral in the pre-sequence uh, for uh, Tomorrow Never Dies, which is very, very cool that they did that because he and Judy Dench, who's also in that scene, uh, did a situation comedy on uh, the BBC. I think it was on the BBC. It was, I think on, it was, it was in BBC. the UK called "As Time Goes By," which is quite an enjoyable comedy. It's a very quaint little. Um, it's funny. funny. It is. It's it really just is just downright funny. Uh, so they did those together, and then obviously, uh, you know, j- and, and uh, the- people that are familiar with Doctor Who will re- recognize that he was the uh, captain of the uh, Titanic in. Um, yeah, Voyage of the Damned. Thank you, Voyage of the Damned So that's that's his most recent thing with Doctor Who. So.
1: Well, and and we lost him, but I liked... His character. In the story. <laughs> in, in the story. I'm going back to the story in our review. But I really liked Sondergaard and really enjoyed I him. He was so much fun to watch. And and just partially because it was Lobot. Because what? It was Lobot. Lobot, yes, yes. And I, I knew I recognized him instantly. It was one of those that
3: I... I saw him and, and it just was like a familiar face. And I think it wasn't until you said he was Lobot that I went, oh, yeah. <laughs> Along okay. with I like so many other things. Yeah, yeah. yeah this guy's I mean, is... Blofeld in uh, For Your Eyes Only, and he was an elder in the Superman films, one and two. I much didn't see what he did in three. but, but He didn't do anything an in three,
1: but he was in f- was some Russian in four.
3: Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was yeah, Quest for Peace.
1: Um, and then uh, what else? Flash Gordon, he yeah. knows, which I
3: knew he was in Flash Gordon. After I realized that was Lobot, I knew Lobot had played really in Flash Gordon as well. Um, but yeah. yeah, just he's one of those. He's got some guys
1: serious guys sci-fi he's cred done, yeah, there. Sci-fi cred, and I don't think I'd ever heard him talk. until this <laughs> <laughs> Well, he hasn't. He didn't. As Lobot, he didn't. No. didn't uh, well,
3: I think he did. In uh, he was the one announcing the stuff in uh, Flash Gordon. Oh, he was okay. one of uh, um, strange object thought, imaged in the Imperial yeah, Vortex. Yeah, that's him. Colitis uh, observers,
2: observer I think is what too. they
1: called him. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like his, Kai a lot too. I like I, Kai. I, I, I like, he's I a central think, character.
2: I didn't think I was going I to. I didn't first. think I was either. Yeah.
1: And and it, it's He well, goes such, through such a great growth. Yeah.
2: Yeah. He
3: does. He really does. And well, <laughs> in more ways than one. <laughs> Literally. Um, <laughs> it, like wasn't, it wasn't. It It was the interesting thing was we had this character who really seems like the central core of, of, of an uprising or a revolution. That it doesn't really ever get off the ground, especially in those two first episodes. He's one of them that's kind of rallying against the, the. Uh the establishment or the imperialism. Well, that kind but of also gives the
1: full circle for too. Not, yes,
3: but he's not the, uh, the uh, who was the the other guy that actually started to change? Uh, he was the real ruthless uh, oh, I, I, commander guy, I don't he wasn't to, quite the... The
2: Conan the Barbarian Yeah, he guy. wasn't
3: quite the, oh, we're taking back our homes, and Kai was kind of more of this, like, negotiator. who was trying to just kind of steer things within his, his clan or his group, Whereas the other guy kind of just took charge and and did his thing when he finally realized that they were getting the short shift. So yeah,
1: I totally, I I thoroughly enjoyed Kai, especially once his story started kind of going. It seems like a lot of these characters, like Stubbs and Cotton, which I really enjoyed, it took their time getting there. Stubbs like, and Cotton
3: could have been very good characters, but the the guy that was playing Cotton, his just accent was, so was dry. Oh, his was, his accent his was a mind delivery. line delivery was horrible. It just, I uh, he was tough. But I I thoroughly enjoyed those characters. <laughs> and they had a great dynamic. Very, yeah, the yeah, dynamic. And,
1: and it was kind of when we lost Stubbs in the story. Just kind of when, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was
3: sad.
2: You were sad. Yeah, really <laughs> no, <the> Stubby. <laughs> I know I know him from somewhere too. You looked him up, and I know he. I have not seen I anything really the guy's been in, but man, he looks familiar. But he was such an enjoyable character, and, and as a guard, I mean, yeah, you're kind of the head guard or whatever he was. But as a guard, you're one of the bad guys, and then you kind of start helping the good guys, and it's like, okay, this is that. This is that uh-huh. character. Yeah, you know, I, I know what's happening. He made it all the way up to what episode five? Yeah, yeah, I made it pretty far, and then croaked, and I'm like, <laughs> oh. he was that <laughs> guard who was almost going to make it. He was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Which, uh, I mean, no prop, offense, prop, but I really
2: thought Cotton was going to yeah, buy it. Early. Yeah. Props I really, to who
1: for breaking the typical stereotype of the minority making it through. Yeah. And that's true. Because I they, mean, that, I, that I is, kind of expected that, him to buy is, it. And, I, and
3: that is a frequent sci-fi trope. Is that's, as, that's, that's as bad frequent, as it is. A sci-fi uh, horror yeah, epic trope. Yeah, exactly. But to, to be able to, yeah. That, and not, that only, does, not only does not
2: only does he survive all the way to the end, and he gets promoted.
3: Yeah,
2: he's just he's in charge
3: of it. That might have been some of the the, the political, uh, you know, overtones that they they yeah. were trying. Oh, to Oh, I get. definitely think because so because the were... writers of this were very anti-imperialism, which is funny because they're up against Terrence Dix at the time, who is this uh, script editor who is very pro-imperialism. So <laughs> it's it's shocking that a lot of this stuff came through, but maybe it's because it's so subversive in the in the message that it kind of got. Well, got and you you watched the, the the
2: documentary on it. And they they pretty much laid out the fact that this is very much. Apartheid—that yes. they, 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 um, yeah. they were doing—is um, this the
1: time of, uh, on the show when Terence is trying to shift away from the six parters? Yes, it was. was, this it, was towards the This end is when the he board, was fighting. Before and Philip th- was going to take
3: over, or not Philip? Uh, well, B- Barry was running at this time, but yeah, yeah, it was before okay. the, the the shift. Yeah,
2: <laughs> you've got mad scientist, for alien invasion, of <laughs> me, he's right. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I tell you, I I, I, I like the, I thoroughly
2: enjoyed the design of the mutants.
3: Yes, I uh, that's that what I was, the, I was about to go nuts, to as the mutants. Yeah. I
1: really like, and they could have almost just been anthropomorphized bugs. They weren't, but they weren't. They weren't. They, and that's they couldn't have been because they weren't. <laughs> <laughs> the, but looking at them on the cover, it looks like big termites going. Come on, nope. like.
3: nope. That looks like a very original design. It's. Uh, it looks like in the, uh, what do you call the what's they call the three segmented uh, arthropods. Is that what they call them? The three segmented bugs. That's the like the, an ant. Yeah, the most bug that, that they are. Is it an arthropod? Uh, I don't
2: know. Some might say a termite. <laughs> that's. You
3: know, it doesn't look like a termite though. If you look at it, there's a segmented there's enough, body. That's the extent of it. There's, the, there's of enough the, changes there's, to it. It's, yeah. it's, it's oh, not yeah. exactly. it's
2: got a zombie. has got of. Uh, no, no, no. Zarbi yeah.
3: is is well, but very the, 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 the thorax
2: antimite. has a. It's got that almost a, 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 a not a. What's the word I'm looking for? You're
3: just Uh, looking to get my stinger. They're not at all all anthropomorphized bugs. They're very creative creations. Okay. (laughs) Um, (laughs) They're they're really good.
2: Apparently, I don't know what an anthropomorphized bug is. (laughs) (laughs) Anthropomorphized
3: animals are a bug that's taking on humanoid characteristics. That is an anthropomorphized. This is not.
1: This day at least least made changes to the bug. Okay. Okay.
2: So the fact, hang on, running the, the fact those that the, the rhinos are walking animals. upright is an uh, is an The fact that the 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 fly no, creatures he, in Planet Earth they, they they they're upright. Have, and they and, have
3: to have humanoid characteristics. Okay, so those those have to have an that. that. Yeah.
2: But because these these are almost they're termites, more
1: animal-like. They're termites though.
2: They're they're very Be, alien because the termites. Did not behave like people. They behaved like no, bugs. No, you were okay have, no, with
1: that? no. It, it's because they made because enough design you're
3: you're you're a thousand miles off. Because his face looks nothing like a termite. The only thing I'm saying is this. The only thing bug light about like about this is the segmented bodies. That's it. It is not even close. There's no bug that looks like that. No, I, I, no termite I, looks anything. I, like
2: I that. submit for my exhibit A, Katrina, <laughs> who, who, who was up and watched this, and called them bugs.
3: Sure, they're bug-like. I don't have but a problem the, with that. They're but bugs, they aren't any particular bug, an and bug, and they're not. That any, exists, I mean, they're the bug even is. less bug-like than the bugs in Star Trek Troopers, and none of those looked like Star Trek troopers. Star Trek Starship <laughs> Troopers, and none of those looked like any particular bugs that we have on Earth. They just were very large alien bug-like crooked creatures. This doesn't even look close to that. I mean, that's, that's that's my point is this is not an anthropomorphized
1: uh, termite. This is a creative Doctor Who alien is what this it's is. It's a bug alien that's not a current bug that we have. Okay. That's what makes the difference. I don't care if There's you anthropomorphize still bugs. a bug. Just don't anthropomorphize
3: yeah. an ant. Don't anthropomorphize a... He's get some creativity g- in there.
1: Generalistic anthropomorphizing Injects some creativity
3: okay and I'm all right with it.
1: Okay. Okay. Just don't
3: give me upright walking around rhinos. That's just ridiculous. (laughs) No creativity there. That's lazy. That's lazy (laughs) storytelling. That's lazy production design. More design than storytelling. Yes. Let's let's get out there and get some imagination going. And these are wonderful. I love them. I love the design of them. And I I
1: like the idea behind them too. That this planet goes through five hundred year seasons, and then caterpillars. Then they have to adapt and mutate. To and survive To survive and the human interaction is causing it to go wrong. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. a if the clever idea. There, yeah.
3: This would be working the way that it should be working. I really like that. But, aspect. but, but the it would still be happening. It, it would still, it would be, still happen. be happening, it has stepped but it's, in, yeah. And it is causing the issues. Well, they're changing the atmosphere right. so because it's, they want to inhabit the area themselves. They want to colonize essentially this planet for themselves. So. And the marshal wants to be the head of that planet. <laughs> so he's doing things
2: was For as much as we disliked the Marshal, it was fun to watch. He's a great villain. He was a great villain because he started off with this. And as he got closer and closer and closer, he got more and more bent. As, you know, it just more and more unrealistic more and more to the end when it really became you are a raving lunatic well, you know i mean you. you didn't start off this way but you've really become power mad the story helps that too because
3: in the way that it's happening is is he realizes how he could be slipping away from control especially when the doctor arrives and starts you know steering things and they start figuring out what's going on here when he realizes that he might be slipping away from control of what's going on. He has to do that. He has to bend a little bit in order. It gets more and more bent as it happens because he he's desperately trying to remain in control of yeah. what's going on and be you know in charge of what's happening and and, and cover up what they're uncovering that uh, is happening to these people on this planet. So uh, yeah, I, I I love that aspect. I mean, to
2: it. the point where he's so rational at the end about oh yeah, well you're not you're you're not going to make it back to Earth. It'll be an accident. You're going to be colonizing the planet. And he's so matter of fact about it. Right, the guys looking at him like, "What are you talking about? Right. I'm not colonizing anything?" He's like, "Oh yeah, you're... yeah." You're... <laughs>
1: it's just, <laughs> if yeah. I say so, <laughs> what I say of um, I,
2: I loved his little twitch, if you will, that he was depend- so dependent on that communicator cane. That he just—that was his, you know—that was his rod of power. That he's going to carry this thing around. It's funny, you zeroed in
3: on that. I didn't think about that until you said the, that. But the, he, he kind of had a nervous twitch
2: with? It he did. Well. He yeah. he played with that nonstop, yeah. and I just. Sure thought, did. You know, for as much as we did not like him as a character, I Mm -hmm. thought he was a very well done character, and I think maybe the reason that we didn't like him so much is because he was so well done.
3: Maybe maybe a touch over the top. I think the actor took it just a little too far. I didn't mind the the fact that he did become bent and kind of mad there towards the end, but I just I I felt early on that he was trying to drive the idea of that particular character a little home.
2: Well, especially the opening sequence where he's the one hunting down. Yeah, too much zeal. And I was like you. I
3: expected him to, as you said on Twitter, and I'll give you credit. Um, fart and unzip his forehead because he reminded me of that guy that <laughs> he played really the main Slavin in uh, in uh, World War Three and and uh, what was the first part of that Aliens, Aliens, of, London. Aliens of London? Yeah. Um, what else can I was gonna say about it? I just this is one of those ones that isn't a fan favorite. In fact, a lot of people I think it's underrated. Yeah, I think it's I think it's com- sorely underrated. Um, the sets in this are wonderful. The sets are and wonderful. I love that they talked about in the. Uh, special or the making of uh, about the how the inspiration came from a lot of NASA images that that, that and I, I forget the uh, art director's name here now but um, drive you know driving the the look of the space station and that's another thing is I, I hear a lot of people talk about how dr who's production of dr whos is, is is always good if the lights are dim that that that, no. that dim lights is sometimes, are the, and I, I I concur with that for a majority of stories. But this is one of those stories that the very bright space station sterile looking sets work like they do in Warriors of the Deep. We've always talked about how we enjoy the sets in Warriors of the Deep yeah. because they're bright and they're they're very sterile, but they're also very you know. Um, Technology, you know, savvy, and they're, they're, I this is the same way. I, I, I would go far ocean.
2: enough to say it's one hundred percent the opposite. I think when Doctor Who doesn't like their sets, it almost seems to be a measure of we're trying to cover up the shoddy production. Well, value. I, just, well I, I agree, yeah, you know, they that, should, that, that, but,
3: though they should sometimes because there's a lot of times they've come down to the. To the uh, run of an episode block, and it's clear they didn't have the money to make the set look great. So I think they're right. I think dim lighting does play in their favor. Yeah. In this situation, so much work was done on the set to look good that the lighting really needed to be there as well, and it was very favorable in this one. And. To the same extent, the caves, the crystalline caves, were fantastically <laughs> they were. lit. I loved the eerie alienness of the different colors that they used. To I could tell on those they keyed walls. it, but it still looked great. Well, there was, well, only there was... very little keen on that. With any time there was... was an effect, there was the uh, color overlay. But most of those shots were location shots in the yeah, salt the mine area. That. Was it salt chalk? I think is what the, what the where they originally mined out of this cave years ago. I, I thought it was interesting that the guy that played Kai. Said that the hieroglyphics that they had uh, carved into the walls, as of 1992, were still there. So that was kind of cool. Oh, that Thirty nice. years or twenty years later, they're still in the in those caves. But um, that the, the the sets were great, and, and Barry Letts, or not Barry Letts, uh, Christopher Barry, who is on this as well, talked about how it was it was kind of a joy to shoot in those caves and to, and to use some, that lighting and shadowing and that he thought they really came off well. And I agree. I think that well it's, the shots in the caves look good. Even the even the cover color overlay. Effects I thought were done well on this. Um, the Metamorphosis might have been just a little psychedelic looking, but I think it was okay.
2: The this doesn't look like a third Doctor story, I in my mind because it, you know, maybe because it's not a unit. Well,
3: the has gone difference. and they're not on Earth. They're not on that, Earth. That, that's so that, that's two things
2: in favor. Very much, yeah. very much different for this. Different, yeah. But but compared to other ones that we've done where you know, Peladon. Which well, looks like a dimly lit castle with torch flickering, yeah. uh, or, um, or the Dalek one, where we're in what is obviously a rock quarry. You know, I mean, there's just we get so many of
3: well, those the exteriors of that one a rock quarry, but the interiors.
2: But are, they didn't are, they didn't look like it. Though. No, they, uh,
3: they looked very. But I, I like the the interiors there because they were very um, stainless steel looking. Which yeah, that was appropriate yeah. for that story.
2: And the. Um, I mean the the, the hut, the village that they, they they went to. I mean it didn't you know that was well done. The spaceship was fun out and I I told Keith what it, what a genius way of, of of playing with space, from the standpoint that you've got your embarkation center which is the same exact set. You just flip the signs on it <laughs> so that you have to oh. beam up to the yeah. ship. Yeah, right. and
1: the beam effect and the door being kind of a rotating. Yeah.
2: It's just a very simple, I mean, it's like stagecraft at this point. It really how, is. how do we make this look bigger than it actually is? Where well, we're going to do this with it. And what a genius idea that you're going to go this and this. Now, I will say, I don't know if I missed it in the first three parts or, I think or what the deal was. They kept talking about... Uh, Skybase, uh-huh. yeah, going to yeah, Skybase. you base. brought
1: that up, I thought, "Are you
2: kidding me?" I had no idea that it was in space. Oh yeah, I just thought it was. I think
1: he just missed the, the establishing shot of them looking through the window. oh uh, yeah, Well, they had that I, big model
3: shot of it going across
2: the space a couple of times. I totally didn't huh. see
3: huh. it. I just, okay. I,
2: I don't know what happened. I don't know what was I was been looking, looking at. I must you have did been looking see at my the, the scene in the was it the
3: fourth episode or the fifth where the wall blows out? That's what that's what cued me in when
2: he punctured the hole and everybody blew out. Into space. I was like, I holy crap. I just, I don't know why. I was thinking Cloud City. It was a
3: cliffhanger of four, wasn't it? Yeah, that yeah. yeah, sounds right.
2: I was thinking Cloud City. And maybe because it's a mining you know, thing. Oh, I, so I, it I, just I went happened best. To be, been, it
3: was above, but it wasn't necessarily. I, I, in space. I thought okay. um,
2: I uh, The Cloud Miners, the episode of Star Trek okay. where there's a floating I, I, city. I I just, I that's I where my brain it automatically it a, went. He went
1: Skybase. Sky Skybase. Okay. okay, Yeah. Starbase.
2: If he'd said Starbase, I don't know. It's in space. Yeah. But for some reason, that just didn't that just didn't cue in there. But yeah, I thought the the, the sets I thought were were phenomenal, and the caves. You're right; they looked really really good. Um, so there's a lot of I, I love the, the wardrobe when uh, what's his name the the professor uh, Sol, um, the guy we liked, ball- Solodar, Solodar,
1: Sondengard. 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 Yeah.
2: When he shows up and he takes the radiation suit off, and he's got this very kind of 70s hippie outfit on. It totally worked for him. Oh yeah, like, yeah, absolutely. I buy that. This, this doesn't look like he hippie outfit. This is the guy
3: on the planet finding something out that,
0: that...
2: Yeah. And he was such a great with his accent. Everything about him was just cool. He yeah. was this nutty little guy, and I loved him. And I, I totally expected him to die. Just, oh, here he comes. This is going to be it. This is be it. <laughs> and then he didn't.
3: There were a lot of moments. A lot where, of
2: moments. Yeah, lot oh, of moments. just leave me. I'm going to lay down in the radiation-filled cave, and you go on without me. <laughs> Eh. <laughs> he survived that. And then he storms the sky base on his own. Oh, this is going to end badly. And then it doesn't. Oh, they locked him in the radiation chamber with everybody else. He's going to die. And then he did not <laughs> <like>, oh,
3: Sweet. <laughs> A lot of capture, release capture and escape in this. Well, world. that's the well, problem with getting the 6 partners Seventh yeah. seven Doctor era as well. Third Doctor? Or Third Doctor.
1: Seventh? Third Doctor era as well.
3: Seventies is what I was thinking. And Gojo.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> for, for, she's quite well, she separated from the doctor
1: separated from the doctor for all, separated quite a, from time, the doctor so for she's teamed a up with Kai, and they have a great chemistry they and do,
2: and, and for going from she separated the doctor initially to um, basically be the bargaining chip and you know she is literally going to be the damsel of distress portion of the show but being Joe she doesn't do that she, she figures out so this is the guy I saw that the, she figures the radiation thing out for him and then they lock her back up and she gets out she picks the handcuff and you know mm-hmm. just turns the tables on the guard and you could tell there's some great method acting going on when the guys are all got their hands, you know, interlocked behind that counter and they start unlocking them and everybody just kind of sags this shy of relief (laughs) because I'm looking at him going, man, my shoulders would be killing me if I had to shoot for any length of time like that. And they all did the same thing. around. Um, and then she's the one that gets the message out, you know, at the end. And so I just, there's a very, very good, strong Joe episode. Which it was, I, really, it was I was good. worried when the, the marshal was intent on making her the bargaining chip. I was really worried that, oh, this is going to be, and, and it wasn't. So
3: I'll tell you, I was, I was very encouraged because I've watched the first three episodes and thought, eh, it was okay. The ending was really, really good. I mean, the, the, the cliffhanger there was really, it sparked my interest at that point. But when I started, I when I started the fourth episode, I was so lost. Probably for the first ten oh, or fifteen minutes. Oh, it was minutes, very confusing. Because, well, it had just taken a turn, and but I was excited about that because I thought this is really going to be different than what I really thought of, and, and that we were setting up for the first three episodes. And it really—I mean, the, the idea and the, the message and the story is still there, and, the, and and what's happening, the central core of the story is there, but things are really elevating and changing, yeah. and, and and it's not like the story took a left turn. Uh, in how it was what what it was telling us it just took a left turn, in, the, in the, the pace and the design and everything was going differently. And then, and it really kind of circled back around. But in, in, the,
2: in the words of Terrence Dix, who, who, who always comments, and he said this in several different interviews about the writers Bob Baker and Dave Martin, that he would get a script from them, and it would start off be, yes, yes, okay, this is good. Yes, wait, what? No, what, what are you doing? No, and I'd have to rewrite the whole thing because they would they would do that. They would go over here and do something. I told he seemed to have got away with it with this one they are. That, yeah, I, that, because Axel, so
3: when he uh, you can tell that. That one was kind of, had the potential for going, uh, which they also wrote, Clause of Access. You could tell that had the potential of going off the rails and really changing and and, and doing something weird and wild, and it doesn't. I mean, yeah. it, it simply... I kind of wish it would. Yeah, I do, too. I, I think it I, would I, be that was one story. that I, I wish would, it would be just a much gone off story. the
2: rails yeah. and see what can we do with this. Um, I told Keith, this one honestly has been sitting on my... This is one of the ones that came in that big, massive pack of stuff that I bought from CD oh, Trade yeah. Post. and uh, So it was part of that buy, and it's been sitting there sealed. Still wrapped yeah. up until, you know, now. I've kind of been avoiding it, honestly, because the bugs on the front of the box <laughs> didn't, didn't interest me. It's the mutants, and there's bugs. It's, okay, well, I know where we're going with this. There's,
1: there's a much better story than what the There's cover a much is. better
2: story. This well, is definitely the example of don't judge the who by the cover. Don't
3: judge the who by the fandom either, because this is one of those stories that I've I've seen clips of, and I, I knew the premise of the story for the most part, because for, for many years... Um, As I was trying to catch up on who that I hadn't seen, I I read a lot of stuff, and I read a lot about this. Um, But I knew more about the politics behind it and less about what the story really was. Uh. And so I think it's one that I avoided for a long time, thinking, well, it's not a fan favorite, so I'll I'll do some of the ones that I haven't seen that that have gotten a lot of praise. And I'm finding that that my taste varies against the fans quite frequently, and well, that I, I our, need to just give three of more of a chance. Taste yeah,
1: tends to go against the fan convention yeah. yeah we
2: we, i mean we, we have that reputation for all who is good who but i mean i think yes. sometimes we find we tend to find the 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 diamonds in the rough yeah if you will and then maybe not think so much of the polished cubic zirconians
3: <laughs> well are, and, and part, uh, of of me, part of it makes of it
2: makes me <laughs> wonder is
3: if a lot of fan influence if like if fans <laughs> are out there and they that haven't seen certain things and because there's such a a convention among fans of how a particular story should be viewed, a couple, a couple Then of people, people have go this into opinion, it with then already then, a presupposed yeah. opinion, yeah. and they don't enjoy it, even though it was a good or story. Don't give it a and I think that we're really good about not going into a story with any person preconceived ideas, because we have found those nuggets that were like, you know, the majority of fandom doesn't like this, but this really is an enjoyable story, and I, I disagree with why people don't like and what they don't like about it. So yeah, this,
2: I, I really, really enjoyed it, and I had such a good romp, and I, I agree. I think the first two is set up, and the final four is where you really get the payoff. This is kind of one of those that I almost wish we didn't do three and three. I yeah. almost wish we'd have done yeah. two and done eh, and, and then, then done four. The four. Yeah, yeah. but
3: it might have been harder to start the next one yeah. because by the way the way we did it, I was excited about coming back to it the following week, and we ended with one and two, and I might have gone. Eh, maybe yeah, I'll, I don't I'll, know. How I feel about this. I don't know.
2: <laughs> one quick other story. Um, go ahead. You, <laughs> no, no, <you> no. <laughs> so uh, Katrina's still up, and 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 she's she's kind of in and out with the, the who watching. And the bug showed up. She got very excited. She's in this bug phase right now. I guess all kids do that, but she, she's yeah. very much in the bug phase right now. And so she's kind of watching. You know, and then the Rainbow Cave. She loved the Rainbow Cave. It was all wrapped to the Rainbow Cave. So then kind of zoned out for a little bit. Didn't care about the politics or the sky base or the trial in the sixth part, which is <laughs> kind of random insert here. But okay. Five parts, I think, probably would have been good for this. <laughs> But then, so they take Kai, and he's, a, you know, turning into a bug, and they put him in the thing, and she's watching. And he turns into this beautiful butterfly, and he's all rainbowing, glowing. I guess I have to do it in the Heimlich voice, because that's what he was. You know, he's Heimlich from from Bug's Life. And he takes off and floats down the hallway and is doing weird <laughs> chicken elbow moves, and the guards are falling over, and, you know, all this kind of stuff. And he disappears through a wall. And she did not like that. <laughs> and she turned pop up, pop up. Where'd he go? I
1: was like, well, he went away. And the, well, the, well, then he shows back up. And then, and then he the shows back up and
2: kills the marshal and then fades away. Pop-up, pop-up, where'd he go? <laughs> he, he went away. Away? Yeah. Pop-up, where'd he go? Where'd he go? <laughs> she, she was not happy with my explanation of that. So I launched her in a hole. Well, he went back down to the planet to lead his people, and they're all going to become beautiful rainbow butterflies now.
1: Where'd he go? Where'd he go? <laughs> and so Just, then he, we all start laughing, <laughs> <laughs> and then she, specifically she turns to Sean and goes, "It's not funny." <laughs> <laughs> she did, she, she, she's sitting she on the couch life with me, and
2: she she's, she's very adamant. Papa, Papa. Where'd he go? She keeps asking. It's like he yeah, he's gotta do this. And she's got us in stitches at this point. We're we're laughing so hard. And she just she turns and she puts her hand on me and goes, It's not funny <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> so we, we we finish the episode and we get through everything and sign off and everything like that and she's still Where'd it go? She's still not happy about it. I was like, do you want to watch it again? Uh-huh. So we backed it up and put it back in for her so that she could see the metamorphosis. And, the, and, the, and I don't know if she just didn't catch it. That, that was She might
1: have maybe looked away. Looked away and, and, you know, and then he was just gone or something.
2: All. But, you know, so he floats through the wall. And she's kind of like, and I was like, just keep watching. And so I fast forward the, the, the part in the lab and he shows back up. I was like, okay, here he goes. And he shows back up and he kills the marshal. And he goes, what? And goes away. I was like, are you okay with it now?
1: Yeah. <laughs> and that was the end of it. She dropped it. And
2: we tried to get her do it because we were We were dude, trying we, to
1: recreate it so I could
2: film it. We, right, we, 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 we gotta Instagram video this and get her to go papa papa, where'd he go? So Keith's got the camera and everything and and, and could not <sighs> get her. She to, didn't want to be on camera either. <laughs> And then she <laughs> looked over and saw <laughs> Keith. No <laughs> But <laughs> well, she's on camera all the time. She loves taking pictures. and she saw you. She, she was moved. She, she saw had some, right she had through serious that serious business
3: right now. She, she was, yeah. wasn't about
2: to do anything. We was we, we was on a mission with that because she saw you pull pop, that pop, camera. Where up. Pop, Where'd he go? No. <laughs> <laughs> pop pop. <laughs> where'd he go? So, but yeah, that was the, the tweet of the night right there. <laughs> pop up Where'd he go?
3: <laughs> all right. Well, let's move on to our next review:
1: the Spear of Destiny. The third doctor and Joe Grant are trying to track down the magical spear of Odin when they find themselves caught up in a vicious battle between two Viking tribes. But one of the Vikings is even more dangerous than he appears to be. Can the doctor stop the spear getting into the wrong hands before it's too late? Dun dun dun! dun. 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 Eleven doctors, eleven months, you were eleven stories.
2: shy in there and you stopped early. Dun. <laughs> Sorry, did I? Well, you, you were all geared up. Well, but I was wasn't gonna,
3: sure he was done, because every time he'd get to like, I know, pause, I thought it was... Gout. Then he,
2: he, he was, was done, and I was going to jump this in with it? you, and this then this you it? didn't.
3: Well, because I wasn't sure <laughs> it was over, so... Oh, wow. Finally, finally Such a the good third story. Doctor in a 50th anniversary breakout gets his due.
1: I think I like this one better than the second Doctor no, um, one.
3: I think... It's Marcus m-
1: Sedgwick has Joe. Yeah, yeah, they're, yeah cool. they're right they're there, close. and they're just
3: one one overtakes
1: the other every once in a while, and it just oh wow. Marcus Sedgwick had Third Doctor and Joe's voices down perfectly. Yes, he did. Yeah, I think so too? And he 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 knew the storytelling well too. This is one of those stories that when it starts,
3: it feels epic. It feels like it's going to be this big story well, because it, we're talking it about feels a little stealing. Of, yeah, we're going to steal. Well. It, feels it, a little, it felt I'm, in vain of that cloak-and-dagger James Bond spy yeah. uh, no, novel Doctor that we had is what is what it felt like. So I was very accepting of that, but it is but unlike it, and, anything and, we have seen the third
1: Doctor It do. almost felt more seventh or eighth Doctor. Yeah,
3: and when he comes along and he kind of explains what he's doing and why he's doing it for... It it really works a lot better, but they're they're kind of playing with us as well as he's playing with Joe Joe in not fully disclosing what you know yeah. why he's doing well, and the it. The funny thing is
2: what he's going to during do. the whole thing. I'm gonna you know I never pictured you for an art thief. It's not art. It's this, and he's very matter of fact about it. Yeah, we're gonna go steal it, yeah. and yet as 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 wild of an idea as that is, and like you said, it's much more of a seventh or eighth Doctor move. I bought into it. I was like, huh. yeah. <laughs> per Tweet Earth Thief, that go. Very, it's that <laughs> very cloak and dagger spy, spy
3: game. Well, it, just,
2: it, it felt very much like it is. And I loved that this one had what I usually don't like or tend not to like in some of the televised episodes, where we start off in one direction.
3: We completely and then all a of a sudden generation. wind up something yeah, else.
2: Yeah. I really thought this was going to be a whole museum set, and there was going to be this earthbound thing, and the unit was going to get involved with the owner yeah, of the sphere. Kind of and I, I expected this whole back and forth, and what's the spear? why does the guy have this ulterior motive, and he's got a yep. private army, and okay, you really... And no, we're going to go back to Viking times and get it there. And that's what, what? Made me, that's, <laughs> that's <laughs> what made me think it felt very epic, because we started off with this very
3: simple story... And then when we take that left turn, I thought, "Oh wow, this is how are we going to do this in fifty some pages?" Yeah, because yeah. there seems to be a lot setting up here now,
2: and and it was so well realized because was. that left turn, unlike so often where you go, well, why did you, you? It just it opened the door.
0: Yeah,
2: it didn't open the door. It kicked the door down. It's like here we are, and we're going to go <laughs> off and do this Viking thing now. Right, right now, raise your hands if you were surprised that the master showed up nobody okay uh-huh. <laughs> i almost almost want a third doctor story where the master <laughs> doesn't show up
3: well and I, think I just
2: want an evil guy it's a
3: convenient trope for people to go to or convenient well, it's, it's, for it's, it's, people to go to when they're writing these because we're so familiar with the, with the master oh, and especially the if you're celebrating stories, third. third
1: doctor stories <laughs> Especially if you're celebrating the 50th anniversary, it would feel wrong not to have yeah. the Master there to yeah, celebrate. The we just got a piece of the Master
3: in the second Doctor story, which I thought they never say that's who he is, but but they imply we, we yeah. that's who it is. Well, because so during those days he was that. known as, uh, as the <laughs> war chief. <laughs> but it was interesting to see that, and then follow it up with a book that's centered around the Master as the villain. So that was kind
1: of it makes me wonder if we're right. gonna get more Master stuff. Like maybe there's more of a continuing thread. Could be. Although you and Coffer didn't feel
3: any need to have the master oh, in his true. story, but. he didn't feel any
2: need to have the doctor in his story either.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, not the right one, anyway.
1: <laughs> and <laughs> the bit with them sitting in the hut of them after they're captured, and her not wanting to take the, the, his cape, and then deciding, the "Oh, I probably should have," despite how ugly it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then. That explains why he can walk anywhere without having to bundle up. I, you know, th- th- I that, never thought of it. I
2: didn't either. It was one of those things, and he, he they mentioned it, and they named it, and all of a sudden we're going to do that. He just pumps up. He's got double hearts, double vascular system. He just pumps up the thing. And I went, retconned. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. just fixed not that it was a problem because he's an alien, so yeah. I just I've always yeah. written that off. Oh, yeah. You know, when the Fifth Doctor's in uh, the one the audio adventure we didn't like that was in Alaska, and he's running oh, around, uh, and this is freezing. Event. Was that Winter for the? Yeah. yeah, the first one. Yeah. Either way, he runs around in the snow a lot, and he's fine. And this is freezing, or took us off. <laughs> it's just like, eh, it doesn't bother me, and. Uh, okay, makes me I, think
1: that the Sixth Doctor's cloak that he put on wasn't so much for Nicole. the cold. Oh cloak, no,
2: it was yeah. so much for the the fashion, fashion statement. Fashion yeah, yeah. I, I or
3: to demute those colors in that that white background. <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> but just all of a sudden, it was like, yeah, that makes total sense. Absolutely, I buy into that. It was such a genius movie. and, and
1: I can almost understand that a second and a third Doctor would get better control over that because, like, the first Doctor at the going into his regeneration was so. Bundle up, you know it. So it makes kind of sense that later in his life he would get better control of it.
3: Yeah.
1: At least that's how well, it rationalized yeah, it.
3: The second doctor wore that
2: big old woolly coat everywhere.
1: Well, that's too, true. <laughs> a big
3: furry coat. Oh, well, that, that, that was fashion too. Fashion yeah, also.
2: that was fashion. He liked the yeti so much he skinned it. <laughs>
3: Was, I think he was wearing that before he wore before he encountered. No, the yeti, it's a dead Yeti. But... Actually, he, <laughs> that's why he chases him in the first five story. No, that's the first story that he encounters the Yeti. Is the Obama's
2: <laughs> wrong? And then he has that coat. Well, yeah, because yeah. he kills the Yeti and he puts it on his shoulders. <laughs> no, so that's the beginning before he encountered the Yeti. Dude, it was okay. a deleted scene. <laughs> the second doctor totally left in there with a stick so this and a knife, story and he is killed really, the Yeti. Really, really good. Well done.
3: And, and another thing that I thought was interesting was the. Uh, jumping to the end was the whole idea of the temporal grace, which now resurfaces and does work, even though our 11th doctor has said essentially put forth that it really was a clever ruse, because, but it does work. So apparently uh, I, I like to believe the that Temporal Grace does work sometimes and doesn't work sometimes. So. Or,
2: or we could go with the Temporal Grace worked in the third Doctor's era, it worked in the fourth Doctor's era, and then somewhere along the line he broke it. Yeah.
0: yeah.
3: So it and now it doesn't work. didn't work in the fifth Doctor's
2: era. Because it didn't work with the Cyber Leader. It didn't leader work with yet. the Cyber Leader. But it did work in the fourth Doctor's era,
3: although only on oh. the... Oh, it didn't work for the Santarins though. Let's blame Adric.
1: <laughs> he did tinker with that console Adric a Adric broke it, and it led to his own demise with the
2: Cybermen. All right. <laughs> <laughs> that deprecation. <temporary grace. laughs> yeah. Just,
3: when he went there, when the author went there, I thought, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, something that is so just... Everywhere in, in in Doctor Who, as far as whether it works or whether it doesn't, or whether it's in the story or whether it doesn't, it's a convenient plot device for yep. everybody. And this guy used it swimmingly. Yes, <laughs> wow. it was wonderful. And
2: I will be honest, I bit hardcore on the spear switch. Yes, did, did not too. see that I coming. Did, oh, I too. saw it. Yeah, I, I should have. Once,
1: once he stepped out with it, I was like, "Yep, that's what he did." Should okay. should he he stepped stepped in too, into it. But I did not.
2: And yeah, it wasn't until Joe said, "But the spear," and he goes, "Oh yeah," but which one? I was like. Oh yeah. You.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, it's Why didn't I see that coming? it's because that 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 is left behind for a, a good part of the la, you know the rest of the story. That oh whole, yeah, you're the, worried about escaping yeah, and exactly. everything. Exactly, and dealing with the you're master. Just, you know, distracted here, squirrel over here, and you're going. Oh yeah. I, I, I didn't
1: right feel there's a there's little, little bit like they didn't quite follow through with the water wheels and all of that stuff with the master as well as they could have. It feels like they kind of dropped it. In my opinion,
2: the water wheels were generating this box, which I didn't like. The fact that he said "box" I was like really—you couldn't have found a. I mean, I uh, guess a device would not work. Even, you need to come up with a word that Odin is going to understand. What, what,
1: but were you, what your problem
2: okay. with the water wheels?
1: Just, just the box and the bomb idea just felt like they didn't wrap it up. Like oh, that, he was just going to blow everybody up. And well, yeah, yeah, but that's then how then, he's going to cover his tracks, right? Yeah, and the water so wheel was what's, just basically what's, generating what's keeping it, him uh, from enough power to, still to up run the his TARDIS. Why is why can't he still just this? There's no point in blowing him up now. He's it's the master. He, he the, takes pleasure in no
2: well, no, no no. The master takes
3: pleasure in the the device that he's trying. It's he's he's not this. The master has well, never okay, been the master even, has never been this psychopath that just wants to kill people. Okay, if yeah, it's not going to benefit him, well, there's no need for him to do it. Depends on which well, master it is. This
1: this master. If it's
3: not going to further his.
1: But they going to
3: further his plot or his plan, I have then, to side
2: then, with then, Keith then on the, that. The, There's several the people of, that he's off for no particular reason. Then also, the idea that Aaron they Roberts. left this really.
1: advanced technology behind just left it. Didn't they sabotage it? I didn't know. I think, I don't so. think they did. I didn't get that impression. It's all set up, it's still there. They just left it. Well, and up and that's it. how the,
3: the the master does. Eventually <laughs> can, escape. But I, thought I guess he was stranded uh, because he they was left stranded
1: him because. Uh, which I Odin was was keeping him. Well, No, no, no was to ship. Joe accidentally oh, broke, right, something right. the broke something. off she the off the broke outside which, of the ship. Uh, temporal stabilizer on the outside. Wouldn't that be in the console? Well, that seems like a really weird. Um, but chameleon, sir. Yeah, chameleon. it's a it's a quick way, and I, I thought that was a little too quick of a way. But oh. other than, uh, those are very small nitpicky things about the story because yeah. the trappings of everything else was. Very enjoyable. Well, I think no, that, that, I was, those, it's those things that make it a four-star instead of a five-star. Oh, you
2: made. know what? Actually, it, it does say she reached out a hand to stroke the carved dragon's head that served as the yeah, prow n- and saw there was even more detail inside the model, oh, the benches on which down. the oarsmen would sit, the tiller that controlled the rudder. She couldn't resist the temptation to touch the tiller. And as she did, she gasped because the thing snapped off in her hand. So okay. she did break it off on the inside. Okay, that shit.
1: fixes yeah. that for me. But it's still, I got the impression, it left the bomb and all the cabling and everything of advanced technology in a primitive time maybe that should not be there. Maybe
3: that's what I was thinking. this is, That's why I, I accepted it, because I felt that whatever she did, at least stymied him to get from getting out of there. So
2: uh, Yes, but... I don't the, know, but first of all, he's got a... He's got a situation. The Masters is stuck in a very sticky wicket from the standpoint that he's got Odin pissed at him. (laughs) And And he's got the other guy mad at him. So he's got to deal with both of them. Right. And then he's got to fix the ship. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah.
3: And and he's going to beat a hasty retreat. So he's not going to necessarily need to. I think it also. uh, This would be presuming a lot. But it also leads to the fact that Odin still was considered a god, even after he lost his power of his So spheres. maybe this so was how he was able to? Maybe it was. Maybe he still had some of that technology and used it, or maybe he blew the bomb up himself and wiped out an army, and so he still was elevated to god status. But uh, I, I always, I've always I'd buy enjoyed... i that for a dollar, right? I've always enjoyed... <laughs> for an e-book, well, you have to uh, kind of resolve yeah. it quickly. Yeah, there's so a lot of that. Yeah, and so I'm a little more forgiving when you don't get into that kind of stuff. When it's a novella. I've always liked... When stories use alien influence to uh, be the reason behind the
1: lore of gods yeah. and mythology
3: and that kind of thing, and and this I really, is another one. This that steps was one to
1: I really liked the idea that they were just people that they weren't Asgardians. Or something yeah, else. Right. That the, the, they weren't o- o- aliens. Right. From space. Yeah, that right. they were actually just people and that they got lifted up to this status. I, right. that, because that, of outside influence. That's such a outside clever idea. I, I don't think I've yeah. seen something like that done before for a god. Um, Traditionally, a it's been the ancient yeah. aliens. Yeah, it's yeah. always yeah. been aliens. Like it, it, it's never it, it been this did. human. Yeah.
3: Oh, the gods being aliens? Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah, it's always yeah. that instead of the gods being just a human that gets
1: tall tailed, essentially.
2: Uh, You you know, everybody commented on, oh, it's a quick read. Everybody said, oh, it's a quick read. And I kind of thought, yeah, okay. Um, On on The the, the times that we do these, I take the week and I get a a little half-hour lunch. And so I sit down and kind of flip through and I read as much as I can on my half-hour and then go back to work. I finished this (laughs) in... One period of lunch. <laughs> yeah. I didn't have to take it's, three or four lunch periods as I did with some of the other ones to kind of get through well, them, or and at least this, two. Is,
3: this, is just, a, this is a quick read, and, and to me sometimes a quick read isn't necessarily one that is engaging. It's just that it's structured in such a way that you can you move, quickly, move quickly through yeah. it. I think this so has both not, things it, going it for it. Does it does have, have that both. going for it, but it also has that it's you can't put it down. There was, In fact, I think I blew through this in half a day because there's – yeah, well, half of one day and half of another day, so a full day total but uh, of time, but really only just a few hours of all of that time. And it was more of a just because I couldn't put it down, and it just kept going and going and going. Yeah, and I literally read
2: this thing in half an hour. Engaged. So it, well,
1: Half an hour? Well, you that's know, all I get I'll for lunch.
2: Than I do, but so. I like the short chapters.
1: Yeah, the short chapters were nice in this. Uh, there I, are
2: times I, when short chapters annoy me. When, it, when it's obvious that you wrote a whole three hundred page book and each chapter is two pages, you're doing it wrong. I'm sorry, yeah. <laughs> I don't need I don't need seven hundred numbers to be on the, the chapter page at the end prefer, of the you know, thing. I prefer well, short chapters, I, but I, I generally I do agree. prefer short chapters. Well, that's
3: just that I agree with Sean in that sense that sometimes short chapters. I don't like that many chapters. Yeah. It, but I do enjoy the short chapter if it if it makes sense and it if it makes sense and there's yeah. a
2: purpose for it and you know it's not each if you if you wrote a whole book full of chapters that were two pages but you wrote a thousand pages I think you did it wrong. Yeah. You know. Absolutely. But yeah, I, I will appreciate chapters, okay. a shorter chapter as opposed to the guy who writes here's five hundred pages and then you're in chapter two and yeah. it's like oh my I god like yeah
1: I really don't like that just
2: because sometimes it's nice to get to that break and feel like you've accomplished well, I don't, something. I don't
1: like stopping mid chapter. Yeah, I, I, I just have a thing. I don't like to stop mid-chapter. I didn't, so like, the shorter ones. I didn't like that time I had kids. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've ever gotten from chapter to chapter, except for late at night when I had some time to myself. But. I hope the rest of these e-books are... Okay, so
2: now here's the question. So they go to the museum, and the spear is in the museum, and they needed to figure out the runes on the spear so that they could paint them on the fake Right. But then we go back in time and replace the real spear with the fake. So the runes that they're copying are from the fake spear to begin with.
3: Oh, yeah. In theory. Wibbly wobbly. Timmy
1: Yeah.
2: So what happened to the real spear? <laughs> the, the, the Time Lord's had it the whole time, I guess. Yeah. yeah. So, so, after so the Doctor interfered, the it's Doctor like, interferes and gets It's a loop, so... Lines, I mean.
3: Interestingly enough, it's it's this, we
1: reviewed two stories this week where the Time Lords have the Doctor being the uh, <laughs> which Aaron is, Boy. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think for the middle part of his run is kind of representative. Yeah.
2: The other interesting thing is I thought is is, is how interesting is this that we, we're just we're going to nip in and steal it. It's just the concept. Well, I,
1: that- I, I like the idea of he hops in the TARDIS and oh, kind of missed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oops. On the roof. Well, because he, he uh, keeps about we we'll just, you know, she's like we got guards and dogs and blah 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 and he's like we
2: got a TARDIS Oh yeah. So we jump in the TARDIS and we're going to go in, and I'm thinking So now you've placated Joe's fears. Yes. Well, I'm still thinking and then to we myself, turn around and boom, <laughs> on the roof. See and this is this is the, this is the being spoiled by New Who cuz I'm thinking if I'm going to go steal an artifact, I'm just going to materialize the TARDIS around, around it, yeah. and, <laughs> and bypass all of that nonsense and then take off with it. New series, you could do that. Old series, not so much. Yeah, right, they they right. illustrate that perfectly. We're on the roof. Oh, well, just <laughs> go from here. Well, after, after that landing, sure that I was, was a little worried they weren't going
1: to actually gonna make it back to the time they were trying to get to. It was <laughs> they missed that bullseye. That's right. That's right. He was that, lucky to make it the second time.
2: And I liked the. Um, the, the the talk about this actually being the Spear of Destiny, the one that pierced Christ's eye, but you couldn't go to that date because it's subjective. And I was like, this is yep. so well thought out yes, for an evil. it really Everything was. Everything about this works. It's such a good There's story, too. I wonder if uh,
1: Marcus Sedgwick is a history buff, too. I would think he would need to be to write something like this. Perhaps. At least to know that those things you can't have specific dates for.
2: Uh, born and raised in Kansas. Established in a while as a young adult actor. Anyway,
3: thumbs up from all of us on that one, then. And, and, and
2: writer indeed. in residence at Bath Spa University for three years. Anything wow, wow. if I was going to be a writer in residence, it would totally be at Bath Spa University. I'm sure anybody
3: can read about this author if they want. Um, I will look into him more.
2: Okay. Anything he else? He has a uh, website, com. All right. And well, he's on Twitter.
3: You can go there. I'm not putting those in the show notes. <laughs>
2: All right, <laughs> what do we got coming up on this schedule? So? Oh, you would ask, Glenn. So what, I would. Do I don't have week.
1: it pulled up. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you do ask every week, don't you?
1: Well, I, I can you tell you what we're doing next week it. on the show, and for Friday Night Who? The what are we are we doing next week? Oh,
2: the War Machines. And then, which uh, you're not going to be here for. I will probably not be here for Friday Night Who. Uh, uh And then, are you going to be here? or You have plans with uh, the, the young, the young the younglings. You know,
3: I'll be. Uh, I'll be on Twitter. You'll I'll be, on be on Twitter here. But. Because I won't be here.
2: Because he won't be here at all. he yeah, so can't be to do here.
3: He well, can I mean, be there. I'll, I'll, I, won't be, I won't be here, and I won't be there. I'll be up there at my house. Yes. So you're yeah, on I'll the be, I'll be joining. Yeah, I just got it.
2: Ah. So. Oh, okay.
1: Uh, and then we'll also, That's where we were going with that. Uh, <laughs> so we weren't just having a fun experience. Just
3: It didn't occur to Are me you why, going why to you guys use? were saying that, because I have it. And I was like, but I just got it not too long ago. Because last I knew,
1: you didn't. got it this week. I ordered it for me. I, the, the, just just reading the synopses makes me excited about it. Well, here's
3: why: because you said you had one copy, and he implied that he was going to go get it. So I was going to leave it to Sean, or leave it to Sean, leave it to Keith mm-hmm. to get that copy, and then I was going to get one for him.
1: And did you? Nope, I um, borrowed nope. yours. Yep.
2: <laughs>
3: well, that's all right. I bought mine through our store, so we <laughs> get <laughs> <you> credit for <laughs> <Okay>. it. <laughs> well,
1: there's that bonus. Uh, we will also be reviewing uh, Eighth Doctor story: Time Works. If you have not started on that audio, you might want Big to. Big fan. That's part of next week too. then. That's yes. next okay. week. Okay. So ore machines and time works, right. time which time
2: you'll works. have lots of time on the way back to and forth from uh, St. Louis, same Louis same to same to, same to same. knock I'm that
1: one out. Probably gonna try to get it up before then. Sarah doesn't want to listen. Sarah probably doesn't listen. She doesn't want to listen. I I floated it past her, and she's like, "Well, if yeah, don't if we get it to. finished." <laughs> <laughs>
3: I'd rather, she'd the, rather jam out the, to music. That's the sad thing is my favorite thing to do on long car trips is to listen to audiobooks. And Holly, the last thing she wants to do on a long car trip is to listen <laughs> to audio So
1: I think if it were a different audio book, she might be more interested. But Hey there, pulled up.
2: Uh, now, you have or have not listened to uh, Time Workshop, one yeah, You have yeah, not? But. Okay, so it'll be new for you. Mm-hmm. It'll be new for all three of us. Good. Um, yeah, so there's that. And then uh, the following week, we've got Image of the Fendal with Tom Baker. Uh, and am I pronouncing that right?
3: Image of the Fendahl. Yeah. Image of
2: the doll yeah. I've never known. It's yeah. one I've not seen. Believe it or not.
3: Oh, is that right? Yeah. At least That's I don't think I've seen One I haven't seen, it. seen since I was a kid. Uh,
2: and then another ebook. Uh, we'll be reviewing Image of the doll and ebook four, The Roots of Evil, Ooh, which got also a quick stars. around uh, on the ebooks this time. Yeah. Well, Planet Comic Con kind of. Yeah. You know, yeah. Make up for lost thing. time. Uh, and I don't remember how much further we went into uh, on the schedule online, but I'll give you a brief hint of uh, following that. Uh, the following week, this will be a- April 18th, is Tooth and Claw for Friday Night Who with David Tennant. Reason being, it sets up the Torchwood arc, and then we'll be doing Torchwood. So we Miracle got, Day. Um, Web of Lies, which we've established uh, is available somewhere. Yeah, it's so
1: available
2: on the DVDs. On the DVDs, the little web. And they might be
1: available online, like through uh, the BBC website. Web
2: series, motion comic kind of thing, yeah. right? Uh, and and then uh, Ten
1: issues of that.
2: Ten issues of that. So we're going to do the first five with the first five episodes of Miracle Day, and then uh, we'll be reviewing the second half of the next week uh, and getting a little, little, little tricksy here, because we're going to do Tooth and Claw for Friday Night Who, then Web of Lies 1 through 5, Miracle Day 1 through 5. Then the following week for Friday Night Who, we're doing The Web of Fear with Patrick Troughton, because it'll be finally out on DVD. Uh, so we're going to do the first three parts of that one for Friday Night Who. Finish Torchwood with Web of Lies 6-10 uh, through 10 and Miracle Day 6-10. through 10. The following week, so into May now, Web of Fear, the final three parts. And then a, a, a fun... Uh, should I tell them?
0: Yeah. Okay. some people might want to try to get a hold of You
2: that. might want to try and get a hold of something. We are going to do a two-part... Ooh, oh, wow. Adversary Archive on the Great Intelligence. And so, uh, our epiversary episode, number 175, yeah. <laughs> we're doing uh, Great Intelligence Part 1, which we will be kind of recapping the Snowman, which is their first appearance, the Abominable Snowman, uh,
1: chronologically, chronologically, the in first the, appearance. In, in the Great Intelligence's perspective. Yes.
2: Yeah. So, the Snowman, the Abominable Snowman, yeah. or Snowmen, mm-hmm. its plural, and the Web of Fear. So it'll have our reviews of that. Now we've already obviously reviewed the snowman on the show, but we're kind of just kind of go back and recapping it now that we're going kind to of put this whole arc together. Now the abominable snowman, unfortunately not available.
3: not available. There's one, um, uh, episode available and it's on the lost in time, bo- book, uh, box set. You feel you want to do that. Uh, another way to do it or the, there's, there's a surviving audio. So you can, you could purchase the audio, uh, which is what I've done before. Um, I'll probably do recon this time, but the recons are also available out there. I think Loose Cannons has done this one. so uh, And I believe there's also a book, too,
2: if I'm a, no- a, novelization. a novelization. novelization. So you've got a couple different options. Well. You've got a couple which different
3: options for getting the story the part. They did the novelization, too. They did, uh, two years ago. Or yeah. It we, was one of that first batch of books, I think, that they yeah. issued. So.
1: The only batch that I saw. Right? No. I got The Crusade. But The, the Crusade is in that batch. Yeah. And The Moonbase, which is now available on DVD.
2: And then uh, for the following week, we'll be doing The Bells of St. John for Friday Night Who. And then continuing on with our Adversary Archive, uh, we will be reviewing Downtime, which is the, right, mm-hmm. um, fan, help yes. me out. Yes, um,
3: well, it's it, it is a it's a quasi-fan-made film by Real Time, I believe it's the company that did it, uh, involving uh, Victoria... Um, uh, Travers, who's who's one of the main characters in that. Uh, Sarah Jane makes an appearance. Um, mm. The Brigadier. is It's central mostly around the Brigadier. Um, and then his daughter, Kate Lethbridge-Stewart. Actually, she's Kate something Stewart. I can't remember.
2: And that's Kate's first appearance, if I'm not mistaken, Technically, right? Technically, yes.
3: <gasps> and and, and, and yeah, it depends on what, I mean, we'll talk a little bit more about this, but it depends on how you want to work it in canon as to whether this is the same Kate as Kate Stewart. In, but this would, in my head canon, this is our first appearance of Kate Stewart, yeah. Uh, and it does
2: Different deal with actress, the Great Intelligence, which is why does, we're lumping it does, in with this yeah. particular group. And then we will kind of recover Bells of St. John and the Name of the Doctor to kind of finish things off for the for the Great Intelligence. So, there is... That. That's correct. And we don't have anything planned after that, so I should probably get back on the ball. <laughs> <laughs> so you've, you've all got a you've lot of homework. That'll at so least so. get
1: us up to June, right? Mid May.
2: Mid May. So you, you've got a lot of homework out there. We've got ebooks, we've got audiobooks, we've got Torchwood Miracle Day, we've got fan films. You've got a lot on your plates for, for the next couple of months.
3: There's some people that don't follow Torchwood, so they might, <laughs> not, might tune not, out. Not, not, have, not have a lot of up then, so. All right, well, excited I'm excited stuff. to get you to watch it finally. Excited I'm really yeah, kinda curious the, to I still got that last episode. I'm, I'm
2: really kind of curious to see what you thought yeah, of, of how this episode, thing yeah. ends.
3: Alright, well, I think uh that's gonna do it for this week, then. Until next week, I'm Un
1: Glenn.
2: I'm Un Sean. I'm Unkeith. Uncheers. goodnight everybody.
1: Un-BC seeing un you. Do you know what? No. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> On good
2: night, on everyone. That's uh, what I should have said. Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah, bye.
3: You have been listening to Traveling the Vortex. Doctor Who and all of its associated programs are owned and trademarked by the
0: BBC. No infringement is intended or implied.